It were 1814, London town, Billy just turned 19. I asked Matthew the other day, I asked him uh, what he thought of Doctor Who, because I was always under the impression that he hated it. I just thought it was crap. And he put, what did he put? Oh, yeah. I don't dislike it. I just don't wank over it like you. I thought that was nice. Same as me, really, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I don't dislike it. Just don't wank over it. Yeah. Like you. Yeah. Well, it's nice to know where your friends are, isn't it? <laughs> isn't it? Let's see what else. He had a... Just in case anybody's wondering, he had a, a, a cheese sandwich... Because it was too hot to be cooking. Last night? Um, I don't know when that was. A year ago. No, 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 no. I don't know. Um, You'll have to pardon the noise outside. There's a circus going on. Yeah, there's there's something going on. Yeah. A jumbo jet landed before, didn't it? It did. Yeah, it did. It did. So, um, should we start the podcast? I can't really. I can kind of hear myself. You're on phone. Okay. All right. Good evening. Hello, and welcome to episode twenty-five. Halfway there now. Of who can convince you? Halfway there. We should just point out straight away the right. quiz was recorded last week when we first attempted to do the podcast. Too hot. Boiling. Boiling. We jacked it in. We did jack, and. Um, we- so it's the 24th as we record. It was the 20th, I do believe, when we. Question. Go on. It's. Ow, my shoulder's been really dicky the last few days. That's it. Oh, pain right there. Really don't know why. Yeah. Oh! You're in a room. Mm. And for some reason, all the doctors <clears throat> that I've ever been are in this room with you. Right. But they all have a particular smell. Now, Ooh. let's say, for instance, Colin Baker smells like pickled onion. What do all the rest smell like? Start Hanel. oldest to newest. Mothballs. Mothballs. Mm. What are mothballs? To stop moths. Right. Um, Troughton would smell of a nice pale ale. Okay. Uh, Pertwee, cheese and wine. Cheese and onion. Oh. Uh, Tom Baker fags and fags. hard whiskey. <laughs> hard whiskey. Peter Davison, we well, probably stink a celery, wouldn't he? I'm going to go with cow shit. No. Well, he was the wet vet. The wet vet. Um, go with sticky sweets. Sounds always sticky. Eesh. Colin. Yeah. Colin would be pickle onion. Do you reckon? Yeah. He looks like a pickle lily. Pickle lily. Oh. Sylvester McCoy, chicken wing. 
barbecue chicken wing. He always um, had a bit of barbecue just a bit above his lip. Yeah. Sylvester, do you want to just get that? Tight. <laughs> um, Paul McGann. Sausages. He's a scouser, isn't he? Yeah, sausages. Sausages mash. No. Oh, okay. Um, Bisto. Hmm. You but, know it's, but not gravy. No, yeah. Bisto granules. Um, Christopher Eccleston. Tyre. Chips. Hot tyre. No, no, no. Okay. Chips. Chip hot. fat. Hmm. Chip fat. Tenant. Um, Burps. Yeah, burp. He'd smell <laughs> like he's been holding in a burp. Um, Matt Smith, Stupid. sweat. Football sweat. No, deep heat. Deep heat? Why? Because he has a dicky uh, leg. Does he? Something like Stopped him playing football. Oh, no. Played it in Doctor Who. But, um, Peter Capaldi. Right, I reckon Jay's fluid. What's that? Jay's fluid that you wash the yard with. I love the smell of Jay's fluid. He seems the sort of man that he's constantly cleaning the bin. <laughs> Every time they come and pick it up on a Wednesday, Spotless. he's straight out there, mm. hose pipe. He won't pay that stupid little van that comes around to like clean your bins. Yeah. He won't pay him. But every week, mm. he's bleaching it, Jay's fluid in it, and Great. then he just fluids yeah. all of the yard as well. Gr- Stinking. I love Gr- the smell of Jay's fluid. Great satisfaction from that. Oh, yeah. He loves, I reckon it. He loves it. Mm. Jody. I reckon Jody smells of Vimto. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's Sweet. weird, isn't it? Yeah. Vimto. Isn't that strange? I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. Vimto. Uh,. That's it, really. I have found oh. the worst programme I think I've ever seen. And you've watched it as well. Would you like to know what it yeah, is? Yeah, I can't think. It is Lux Listings Sydney. On Amazon. On Amazon. It is. Other than the programs where they get attractive young people to date yeah. on a beach mm. somewhere, like Love Island and Naked Attraction, oh, they they are a bilge of what they are. Bilge, yeah, bilge. What's that? The the build up a mucky water you get at the Whoa. back of a boat. Um, <laughs> it's when you look down at a canal and think that needs cleaning. Canals aren't as dirty as people say. Well, well, um, you never know what to throw out. Canal, yeah, yeah where where to throw it out? I've always said Canal. this. I've been a firm believer since birth. <laughs> if you've got something and you're not whether not sure whether it needs recycling mm. or general waste, chuck it in the canal. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say uh, about batteries? Yeah. Oh, batteries! You got to take them to Tesco and put them in that stupid little recycle chuck thing. In the canal. Chuck them in the canal. <laughs> You got an old chair. The skip's closed. Canal. Laptops. Canal. Canal. Ink cartridges. Canal. By the end of the year, you want that that weird foam on top of the water. I well, I want it where a canal boatist cruising the cut, as it were, would get to the part of the canal where I dump all my rubbish, mm. and he would just hear, you know, as he was going along, he'll just what the hell is <laughs> that? Hell. Just as he scrapes over it, thinking, "What? What is that?" And he will know 
it's my old rototoms or it's that guitar case that I couldn't get rid of. Mm. That old amp that stopped working three years ago in the canal. Old car. <laughs> my old Punto in the canal. canal. <laughs> Would you like a bit of um, celebrity gossip? Well, why do you hate um, Thingy first? The, that, that oh, show. Lux Listing yeah. Sydney. Well, you've seen it. Yeah. What were your impressions well, it, of it? It's garbage, but I mean, it's like they're trying to be. I don't really have an issue with them. I, the only problem is I, I have is that people will voluntarily watch these things. That's scary. It's like yeah. people voluntarily go on Twitter. Can can I address Twitter? Am I allowed to do this? I don't know. I just want to make it clear. Yeah. I'm stepping back from Twitter. Oh. I have made the decision. I can't take Twitter anymore. Mm. So I'm not going to be doing it. Twitter now for us yeah. is going to be completely automated from when we upload. It's cold, that, isn't it? Yeah. When we upload the episode, it will just be Podbean that say what it is, and it will be the automated one that goes up for what the stories are next time. Have you had a row with someone? No. I just can't hack it anymore. Hmm. It really depresses me. Yeah. Really depresses me. And I knew it would for me. That's and do you know, I, I don't deal with it. I'm not a big... I'm not big into my mental health thing mm. because I prefer to just bottle it up. Yeah, and, you do, yeah. Wait. Uh, melt at the end. Yeah. So I've decided... Have a little outbreak. To better myself yep. with my mental health, mm. I'm stepping away from Twitter and I have a fuck all to do with it because I can't take it anymore. Right. And I think it's a wise decision. I feel free. Do you? Not particularly. No. Give it a couple of days. Yeah. And I'll... I'll I'll report back. But, um, yeah, as of yesterday, the 23rd, yeah, our Twitter... Uh, I'm not posting anything. Inactive. 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 Idle. It's still there, but I ain't posting shit. No. Um, yeah. Would you like some celebrity gossip? Yes. As you may be aware, my mother, me ma'am, works in the Ford garage at the bottom of the road. I didn't know I say at the bottom of the road, five mile away. Right. A celebrity guest... Oh, is that by the subway? Yes, okay. yes. A celebrity guest came in the other day to buy a car for his 18th daughter's birth... No, for his daughter's 18th... Not his 18th daughter. Yeah. His daughter's 18th birthday. Okay. I'm going to describe this celebrity... I want you to guess and see if you can tell who it is. Okay? They are a motoring presenter. They are quite short in stature. It's um, Hammond. It is Richard Hammond. Richard, came, Richard Hammond came to the garage to order a car. Well, not order it, to buy it. A car for his 18th... His daughter's 18th birthday. What car did they get? What do you reckon Richard Hammond bought? I know it's a Ford garage, but please bear in mind there's a lot of Partex there as well. What do you reckon Richard Hammond, a man of superior wealth? Yeah, I don't think he would have spoiled his daughter. Well, I, don't, I, I reckon... I'm not making no judgment. Yeah. I'd rather van, but you know. Well, that's got to do with I it. I don't know but, quite you know, what that has to do have a guess what you think is. Well, I don't think Hammond would have spoiled his daughter. Okay. Um, although buying a car for them is, you know, but they've got the money and, you know, that's what you do. Did you buy your car? Yeah. 
Fair play. Um, not good Bankrupt. with Ford cars. It's not a, well. It's a van. No, no, I'm not saying it's a van. I'm not saying it's a Ford. It's the Ford garage, but they have Partex cars there as well. So, so it could be you could any be mate. it could be a Vauxhall Mocha. Oh, it really? could be a Mark One Escort that somebody's traded in. Highly unlikely because they're worth fortune. So it's any car. It could be. Yeah. So I don't know them. I'm gonna go with a Beetle. Wow, you've got the manufacturer. Uh, Volkswagen. 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 Correct. It's a Volkswagen M1 ST. It is a Volkswagen Polo 2016 second hand. Hammond's great, isn't he? That's what he's bought his daughter. Could have bought her a stupidly expensive And I should point out, we don't live anywhere near Richard Hammond. Yeah, what is it about the area we live in, about people coming here now? Is it because Wrexham Football Club got sold? Probably. Because we're getting a lot of celebrities, you know, coming over here now. What's the woman I can't stand? Rubble Wilson. Rebel Wilson Rubble. was in Wrexham the other Rubble week. Rubble Wilson. Rubble Wilson. And but yeah, Richard Hammond lives on the border of England and Wales. Nice. In South Wales. Well, you know. What's he doing? Bristol-y up here? area, I think. Yeah. I know it's not completely on the border, but you know what I mean, like that area. Yeah. But the car that she wanted, they could only find in that colour there. How strange. So he came up for it, and then two lads in the garage drove it to his house. Huh. Yeah. And apparently he was lovely. Yeah, he seems like that. Yeah. He seems He's like a bit annoying. I love the Grand Tour, and I've loved Top Gear. The three that, Those stopped. three presenters, I think, are, they're fantastic. After season one, I start watching it. The Grand Tour? Yeah. Well, there's a new one coming out this on the 30th Lockdown, of this month. Called? Lockdown. It's funny. Oh, is it Lockdown? Yeah, okay. in Scotland. I think they're great. Yeah, Gladson's they are great. Farms, fantastic. James May is You were watching brilliant. him before, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. James May, in, our man in Japan. I like uh, James May uh, toys. Some Top toys. toys. Yeah, it's quite yeah. old, that now. But... Oh, yeah. Got it on DVD. Mm. Yeah. Uh, VHS. A dr- Wore it skinny. Mm. Um, and honestly, James May said something about, I think he bought like a Hornby train, a really rare one from an auction. Oh yeah, I remember that. And he just opened it. He said toys meant to be played with. I was like, you know what? Yep. You're fucking it, right. And I do that with my steel books. Do you know what? There's a real, really rare one. I'll just open it. I've, I've came it's to that decision to a few weeks, a few months ago probably, about guitars and things. Yeah. Obviously at the moment, Jesus Christ, does anybody else want to slam a door outside whilst we do this? There is gunfire outside. Yeah. <laughs> it's, um, at the moment, yeah. I've got no gigs. I thought you had one. Because of COVID. We did have a rehearsal booked the other day, but something came up which meant we had to cancel it. But you posted that on Twitter. But yeah, no. That's annoying. I'll take it down. Oh, no, I won't because I don't do Twitter don't anymore. don't do Twitter anymore. And I have a habit of only taking one guitar with me. Only because, uh, as in, not like I would take multiple normally. Five. It has been known. Big set. But I just take the same one every time. Because I'm like, lucky guitar. Because I don't want that one to be taken out. Or I don't want that one to get scrapped. I don't want that thing. But at the end of the day, notification there, are we? Yeah. Um, At the end of the day, they're meant to be played. Yeah. That's what they're 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 for. Yeah. So unless you get a particular type that's supposed to be on display, oh, well, it's not a guitar then, is it? Really? No, no. It's, it's the same it's with a the collector key- piece. Same with the keyboards. Handsome family. Yeah. I don't know if I ever told you this. I don't know. They put on one of their guitars for sale. 
Oh, did they? And all the art on the guitar was done by the wife. Oh. Rene. What it was it? It looked amazing. I don't know. I don't know what it was. It was, it was probably like an electric guitar. It wasn't It wasn't like one like that. It was like an electric, like one that you were playing with before. Was like, like the strap. Nice. So I really wanted it. Didn't sell for that much. Well, it's, it's like 300 quid, I think. Do you know what? Oh, it was all. I think so. Well, That's a lie. I reckon it was 1,300. Well, if it's like 300 quid, you're talking like a Mexican strap. I really wanted one. But I really wanted to get it. Just do it. Yeah, I can't play it. Oh, well. Oh, well. I'll probably give it to you. Yeah. Oh, there you are. Oh, yeah. But yeah. This was years ago. I had the same thing when I used to... Well, you've seen my band a couple of times, haven't you? No. And you haven't? Yeah. Yeah. And there was a point where I used to take a ridiculous amount of keyboards. Hmm. Should we get on with it? Should we? Yeah. Well, I tell you what, let's take a trip back in time to the quiz from Monday that we recorded in the boiling heat. Yeah. Isn't it? Isn't it a lot cooler now? It's much better, isn't it? Yeah. So have fun with the quiz. We'll go and get a little have, drink. Yeah, have fun. You have a fun with those two sweating their asses off. Talking about... Uh, I don't even know what the quiz was. It was, it was about... Um, quiz was. It had a sexual nature to it. Hmm. Oh, oh, it did. It yes, did. it did. Um, so yeah, have fun with that and we'll be back in a bit. It was hard to track down those things, by the way. I remember that. Yeah. Hey, Dildeck. What a great time to choose a quiz all about Doctor Who sex toys. Shit me. Now, I tried to find sex dollies because they make me laugh. I think it's something to do with their mouths. Mm. <laughs> uh, but I couldn't find any, believe it or not. Can we point out this is probably the only Doctor Who podcast that has uh, ever mentioned sex dolls? No. I love sex dolls. I, I want in just, what capacity? Please just, make yourself clear. Just, you don't use them. No, I don't have one, but I just love like seeing pictures of them because they're, they're so funny. I do apologise. I'm having to unbutton slowly here and fan my my tit, my tats. Just uh, good oh. evening. <laughs> good evening. <laughs> have you seen it? Have you seen it? Have you seen it? Yes, I have. Behind the bar. So funny. Right. Love Come it. on, let's do the quiz. It's so hard. Uh, so, sex toys. Yes. Familiar? <laughs> I understand the concept. Um, I've never... Uh, not I dolls, don't... toys. Yeah, the toys. Right, okay. I don't... I just don't get them. Good grief. Okay. Some I do. Yeah. Some I don't. Okay. None of the ones I don't are in this list, though. Okay. I thought I'd be too scared. <laughs> um, so, have you got the pictures open? I'm just about to open them now. I want it highest. Oh, Christ! <laughs> <laughs> I want it lowest. No, we'll go highest to lowest. Oh. Highest, lowest in price. Uh, so, first one is... <laughs> Do you know what this is? I've got sweaty behind. 
Yeah. Oh. You ever heard of Dog Do Sex Dolly? I haven't. Not Dolly, toys. I've still got dollies in my mind. Do you like these? Oh, God. Oh, God. I bet you didn't think I'd be able to find them. That's I didn't. why it took so long. That's to scour the internet for these ones. <laughs> most are fan-made. your VPN secure. Yeah, well, most of them are fan-made. Uh, one, one of them is... Used. One of them is like new. Like <laughs> new. <laughs> uh, yeah, so first up, it's a geeky sex toys. <laughs> now, geeky sex toys. Do you do sex toys for geeks? And the stuff I saw on there... It's amazing. I saw one was a massive dragon cock. Another one was oh, what was it called? Oh, Darth Vibrator. It was Darth Darth. Yeah, you get it. Um, R two V two. I don't know what the V stands for. I guess a vibrator again. Uh, Leroy did the same face trying to work it out. Um, oh, what else was there? There was one in particular that I thought was amazing. Oh, yeah, Thor's hammer. You know, the end of Thor's <laughs> hammer? The, the handle. Yeah, what was it? Dildo. Right. <laughs> what else would it be? Um, so this is... So, Geeky Sex Toys, there's two from these people on this list. Okay. Uh, and this one, this is their... This is what they've titled it. It's Dr. Screw Dildeck. <laughs> It's alright, though. Basically, it's a dildo in the shape of a Dalek. I think we should mention that the eye stalk and arms are not still on it. What? The eye stalk yeah. and the arms are not on the Dalek. Oh, no, 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 they're not. No. It, it's basically its head has been removed, but its body and bumps are ribbed. Swole. Yes. They're still there. Um, I've got some reviews of this. <laughs> it is made of silicon. Um, and now, one customer says, I love novelty sex toys that look like they'd actually feel good. I think this qualifies. And another person says, this dildo is awesome. <laughs> there we are. First one, Dr. Screw Dildeck. Wow. It is. You can get them in a few sizes, um, but they all come in a nice bronze. <laughs> Does the size affect the price? This usually with yeah usually my research tells that yeah okay how am I supposed to guess this then is this mid range no you don't have to guess the price you just have to guess what how much they would be in order yes yeah. but what I'm saying here is how much does the price get affected by the length of the member usually the um, depending on on the length of the shaft we're talking. <laughs> Is it pennies? Between five and ten more pounds. Right, okay. So, okay. Ballpark, so to speak. Yeah. Because I, I don't know. I don't know. If I had a, a sex dolly and toy collection, I'd be able to tell you. Do we know anybody? But, no. With a, what is it? A what? A Darek. What was it called? A Dildeck. Dildeck. <laughs> uh, so, you ready for number two? I, like well. One? Now, first off, yep. it looks like some sort of strange ice tray. Um, it's actually a TARDIS ass paddle. Because <laughs> <laughs> it is. Because it is. <laughs> so this is also made of silicon, and it looks like it could do some serious damage. <laughs> yes. However, 
It's it's actually really clever because if you think you're gonna whack someone <laughs> with that on their ass and it'll you, brand them, it'll brand them. So you have a little Tardis. Yes, I thought it was really cool. Uh, yeah, Tardis ass paddle. Basically, it's the Tardis. It looks it's like... the Tardis on the end of a paintbrush. Yes, that you whack somebody with, is it? Yeah. Right. Yeah. How hard? Good for trespassers. Yeah. <laughs> Next one. <laughs> this is <laughs> now. Can I ask? Is this a joke, or is it really a toy? Have you just slipped this, so to speak? Have you just slipped this one in as a joke, or is it genuine? I thought it was a dildo. Is it not a dildo? Go on. <laughs> Doctor Who thirteenth. Doctor Sonic Screwdriver, no box. So you did it as a joke. It looks like a dildo, doesn't it? It looks... This is pre-owned. It's like <laughs> new. You don't know what they've been doing with that. No. So, yeah. Jody Screwdriver, dildo. Number four. This one's cool. Is it a cufflink? I thought, it, honestly, I thought it was a cufflink, so I just scrolled past it. And then I, I, I ask, um... Oh, God. Yeah, it's actually a butt plug. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a butt plug with a... <laughs> a butt plug does look like a cufflink, really. Imagine it's quite bigger. Quite quite a lot bigger. Um, this has a TARDIS um, branded on, on, the, on the top. On the so, link, on the cufflink. Yeah. Imagine it as. So if it's up your ass, you're. you're, you're oh, you're, you're a Doctor Who fan? You're, yeah, your <laughs> anal cavity will be replaced with the image of a TARDIS. It'd be like the TARDIS going into the vortex, wouldn't it? The listing says it's bigger on the inside. Oh! <laughs> no, it doesn't. It does. It does. Okay. Uh, and this is, um, the, <laughs> this is at intermediate level. Hey? I think there was four levels beginner. Something other intermediate. A fan or no? They come in four different sizes. Oh right, of so uh... beginner, intermediate, expert, and something else. a long. Willingness. I think, I think the last one was long. Right. Whatever that means. <laughs> <laughs> beginner, intermediate, expert, long. long. No, I'm too full. I'm too full. I can't. I can't get that. He stopped. Right. So there we are. So we got. Uh, do you want to read them out? Oh no, you don't have them. Do I don't have the. I've got the pictures. Uh, go on then. So I've got a. There's a Dalek dildo. Doctor Screw dildeck. There's a Tardis ass whacker. Tardis ass paddle. There's the thirteenth Doctor <laughs> Screwdriver. <laughs> and then there's a. I forgot what it's called. Butt plug. Butt plug. Cufflink. Cufflink. Cuff, uh, butt, butt plug. Come cufflink. Depending on the day of the week. Come cufflink. Clever. Right. Price highest to lowest, is it? Yeah. Right, well, when I bought the... No. Um, You'll be quite surprised how expensive these are. See, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to say the cheapest is the screwdriver. Okay. Then I'm going to go paddle. Okay. Then I'm gonna go. <laughs> then I'm gonna go dildo. Yeah. Then I'm gonna go butt plug. 
Oh, okay. That's strange. Because it looks die-cast. <laughs> die-cast. <laughs> it may rust. May rust. Please wash with. Put it in the dishwasher after use. Oh, no, the detergent would be... Oh, detergent would be... Come to think of it, if you bought that butt plug, you could um, easily turn it into a lolly. A lolly holder? Yeah. And the paddle, an ice tray? And the screwdriver, a... someone to probably A dog up. shit. Yeah, it's awful, isn't it? Of all Bent. these, honestly, I'd rather an ass paddle than the Thirsty Doctor screwdriver. Isn't that crazy? I just need to drink, but I can't take myself seriously, hang on. Good quiz this week, isn't it? Mmm. Oh. Um, how do you think you did? I think I got it wrong. Only one? No! Well, technically two. You just need to switch them around. Yeah, yeah. So, the most expensive... It's the dildo, isn't it? Yeah. How much do you think it was? These, mo all of these are in dollars. Because the Americans love over there, don't they? Bit too much, I'd Weird say. that, isn't it? They're into too, the dollars. Bit too much, I'd say. Um, no, Doctor, I mean. Oh, right. Oh, well, yeah, a bit too much by the looks of these. Um, 40 quid? In dollars? Yeah. $85. Oh! Plus $15 postage. Shit, now. If you're spending over $100, it'll be free. Thank you. <laughs> uh, next was actually. The TARDIS ass paddle. How wow. How much was that one then? No, it's not plastic, it's silicon. Yeah, how much was the. $60. The dildo. The ass paddle. Oh, that's what I was going to guess, but it doesn't matter. Oh. $60. Correct. Wow. Plus. That. $15 postage. Oh. Because it's from the same website. Right, okay. But it was quite hard to find these, yet, though. Like, no one does them. Maybe we could start a bit. Nope. Um, after that, it would be the butt plug. Yeah. How much do you think? Dollars. 48. Do you want to go higher or lower? 56. Lower. Oh. 39. 39. 39.99. Wow. Uh, but that is top tier level. I mean, the only other one after that is the long one. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. No. Yeah, this was like third along. So it was beginner, something, intermediate, long. $40. And the last one. How much would you pay for that screwdriver? How much that would looks I like pay? it's placed on a dirty bed. Um, and it's upside down. Is it? It is, isn't it? The picture's upside down. That's what I got from eBay, though. I'd go 20 quid. That's a lot. Pretty owned. Well, I don't know. I don't, I... What are you doing? I don't know. It was £10. Plus £3.10 postage. So there we are. That was, that, that was a good question. I liked that. Do you like that? I did like that. I'd love to do another one, but I, I can't find any more sex toys. I've well, looked every... Right. So I hope you enjoyed that quiz. We didn't grab a drink. You've got one. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah I've got... Yeah, gra I know. I, I'm, not, oh. I, I'm not a fat fuck today. I don't want an ice cream. 
I hate. You know ice when cream, you're man. too sad to eat ice cream. You're only just too sad to eat. Yeah, it's like that for yeah. me today. Um, I'll just play the theme. <laughs> I'm drinking strawberry lemonade and I was shit myself yesterday, last night. Because I was terrified that he would have chucked it. Oh right. But I thought no, he'll put it in the fridge. He didn't do either. He oh, just left right. it just on the side. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Right. Have you noticed I'm using a different laptop this week? You're using a Chromebook. Is it? It is. Crikey. It's brilliant. For docs, I imagine. It's yeah. So quick. Like, really quick. I mean, you're using it for Google things, aren't you? So. Yeah. Uh, fucking hell. Jesus Christ. You know when you... What do you want? Yeah, fucking hell. It's a nice screen van. What are they going to want? A burger. A burger. What do you want? To do chips. Yeah. No, it's a burger van. <laughs> fucking hate that. When I, when I worked in Costa. Oh, God. To do chips. Yeah. Can I, can I have that without the... No. Because it's just a pre-packed thing. Have you we... seen it in today's world, Costa? Do you know what? The Costa that's just down the road, four mile down the road that way. Yeah. They're so rude. Well, you've said that. I can't go there. Manners cost nothing, I said to him. And they threw the drink at me. <laughs> but, <laughs> that uh, has cost nothing. No. Ugh. I get it. We all have a bad day. Every day, though. Every day. I have a bad day every day. But uh, do you know what? We discussed this what? a few weeks ago, didn't we? The point at where my breakdown's going to come. Mm. It hasn't come yet. It hasn't come it's, yet. You've seemed to subside it. It yeah. seems to have subsided. But there it tends to happen. Bef- like, that happens. You know, like, if you've got... If somebody's really ill... I'm sorry, I'm trying to... Yeah. <laughs> what you say? You know, when somebody's, <laughs> you know when somebody's really ill and they tend to get better before they get worse? Yes. It feels like that with me. Depression works like that as well. Well, perhaps that's well what they it is. say the NHS website says um, that what if someone's really depressed? Yeah, and then they just have a day where they're really good. See, uh, that's that could mean that they figured out what, like they're going to end their, their life that night. Wow, so I, I don't think it's it. got to that stage. No, but I do. It's think a this... true thing. Honestly, it's a true thing. Yeah, I it, don't. Uh, I find it very difficult to talk about that sort of stuff. What, like mental health? Just because I don't know what to say. Well, I've been trying to be very vocal about it. Yeah. I, Has it worked? What do you mean? Just because I'll tell you if I'm, if I'm having a shit day. When you say worked, what do you mean? I don't know. Because I know it, you're having a shit day because you're miserable. Yeah. That's not being harsh, but like, you no, know yeah. when somebody's having a bad yeah, day because they're I'm miserable. Mis- yeah. But, but does it make you want to talk about it a bit more? Probably, yeah. Probably. I don't know what to say, though, other than I'm miserable and everything annoys me. That's and all I you need to say. As long as you acknowledge that you're miserable and it's okay to yeah. be miserable, it's I like it's fine. I've been trying to do an album now for three years, Yeah, and I just delete everything instantly. Right. I finish it, delete it, bind. At least you start it. Well, I've got nothing to prove of that, because yeah. I've just binned it all. Bin. Yeah. Like, I'll spend a couple of weeks mm. doing everything, mm. finished. Things like that, it doesn't matter if someone says, oh, no, it's really good. Yeah. Doesn't matter. matter. No, because no. it's not, is it? No. You're just saying it. Yeah. Anyway, this week, okay. my story <laughs> is Attack... Proper close. That yeah. book. Shut it down. So my story this week yep. is Attack of the Cybermen. It's from Series 22, Serial 1, aired from the 5th 
to the 12th of January 1985. So that was a year, a 10 years before my birth. On the 6th of January, everybody, just in case you wanted to send anything in, you can send your... Don't do it on Twitter. You know, um, the 18th of February, 19... Uh, what would it be? 1918. Mm -hmm. That was 90 years before my birthday. Right. 5th of the 12th of January, 1985. <laughs> written by somebody. Directed by Matthew Robinson, who did uh, Resurrection of the Daleks and this. Produced by John Nathan Turner. Script edited by Eric the Hare Saywood. Hey. Google a picture of Eric Saywood. It looks like a rug, doesn't it? But it, it, it is... It. it look, <laughs> not him, as in his uh, follicle cap. <laughs> follicle cap. Hey. Eric Haywood. Saywood. Is that with an S-A-Y? Uh, yeah, as in Saywood. <clears throat> Say Ward. Say Ward. Yes. Ward. <laughs> Say Ward. Ward. Mm. Why? Do, what website are you on? BFI. Just go on Google Images. You excited for Tuesday? Uh, yes. No. Have you Eric James Say Ward, inmate. One one oh. What? <laughs> it's none Win of these people. J Eric Sayward, inmate one three one seven. How have you spelled Eric? Uh, we All Sayward, because there's no pictures of Eric Sayward there. There's a few inmates. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Eric Sayward, uh, inmate five three? No. Is it Eric Sayward dot com? Eric Sayward for Congress? No. It. <laughs> Study looks at flood risk in Sayward area. No. Please type in Eric Sayward. 200 plus Sayward profiles LinkedIn. Mm. Eric Sayward phone interview with Richard Gage. No. It's really annoying, this is. Uh, right, how do you spell it, Eric? E-R-I-C. Yeah, that's what I put. S-A-Y-W-A-R-D. Yeah. That's what I put. Doctor Who. Put Doctor Who after it. Yeah, Perry's coming up. There he is. <laughs> he looks like he uh, he likes some watsits. Do you mean that his fingers would constantly smell of cheese? That'll be orange. Mm. <laughs> and he's got a mark on his trousers where he keeps wiping his hand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the music is by Malcolm Clark. It is two episodes long. Would you like a synopsis? That fucking pause. Don't leave that in. Because I'll, I'll punch the screen. Why? I hate the pauses. Why? Dead air is annoying when it's not funny. I like dead air because it's always funny. Is it? For me, anyway. Whilst trying to fix the TARDIS's chameleon circuit, the sixth Doctor returns to Foreman's Yard on Totter's Lane in 1985, where he meets his old enemies, the Cybermen. They have come from the future to change history by sending Halley's Comet crashing into Earth. Lytton, last seen working for the Daleks, is involved in the Cybermen's plot. Is Lytton working for the Cybermen, himself, or somebody else? Somebody else. Initial thoughts of Attack of the Cybermen. 
Simon. Simon. Um, what a ride. What a ride. Yeah? Yeah. Action packed. This is, we've never seen so much death. Is this called Death to the Cybermen? It should be, shouldn't it? Yeah. Because it's, it's, it's got similar vibes of Death to the Daleks. It's mm. just death. It's great. Yeah. Cybermen have green blood. Didn't know that. It, everything in the 80s has green blood. Mm. I think JNT must have had like a big a big vat of Swarf Eager or something and just used it. Because everything's got green goo and green blood. It looks great, though. It, it looks okay. <laughs> I love it. It's like zombies. They're very... The, they kill a lot of them in this, yeah. don't they? There's a lot of Cybermen that get it. It's like Night is a Living Dead. Mm. It's great. Colin, yeah. never been better. Really? No. <laughs> Perry, yeah. never been better. <laughs> um, Lit- Litton. Hang on. Every time we say that name, it's got to happen, hasn't it? Oh, it's too high. Yeah. Great. He, he is excellent. Yeah. yeah, he is excellent. I agree. Um, I like how all the Cybermen have all different agendas of like and, and thoughts on what it is to be a Cyberman. For an emotionless race, <laughs> they're quite emotional. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they get wound up, is it? Very easily. Yeah, yeah. Especially the cyber controllers, like second in command. Oh, the one that talks, the one that's. Uh, he says he came to help us, but but but. but. <laughs> <laughs> we He's... know who you are. No, yeah, but no, 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 don't listen to him, leader. <laughs> he, he just wants to destroy us. He's got a ship on the other side of the moon. No. He's got another ship on the side of the moon. <laughs> Always it ends in a different way, doesn't he? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's shit. Uh, has he got a name? Uh, no, just oh. Cyberman 2, probably. I'm going to call him... Uh, Murphy. Tug. <laughs> Tug. <laughs> well, um, do you want to do... Should we have a little breakdown of the story? If we must. Oh, wait. Yes. Okay. So, two workmen are inspected. I said workmen. Oh, shall I do it in, re- in received pronunciation? Walkman. Walkman. Sony Walk. Two workmen are ex- inspecting the London sewer. They find a new brick wall where it shouldn't be. David wanders off and vanishes. Bill is attacked by a black arm. That's the start. What do you think of the sewer setting? Right. I apologise for the rustling of paper. We did go paperless, but I uh, decided against it. Sewers in media and games and stuff like that. I hate them. Mm. Can we just stop doing sewers? There's always a sewer mission. There's always an underwater mission. There's always a... Oh, we have to go down to sewers to get to this one place. Hmm. Uh I hate sewers Do you? Yeah I hate them In this It's not that bad Because it's not really sewers It's just like four walls In what looks to be a sewer Yeah And even Perry says 
all the walls look the same. Well, well they are, probably. Mm. Um, it's short-lived, though. We don't get... Although we get lots of scenes down there in the first episode, they're always quite short. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Because can you imagine, like, the whole first episode... Can you stop? Sorry, I'm rustling, aren't I? Could you imagine this, the whole first episode just in the sewer? They could easily oh, do yeah. that. Well, uh, this story's got a lot of harkbacks, hasn't it? Because the sewer thing is from the invasion. Yes. So, you know, it, it's a nice little nod. Do you want to put that down? <laughs> Can you read it? Not from there. Oh, I might be able to, yeah. So, after the sewer... Sewer... Uh, well, you can pick it up and read it. Just stop rustling. So, the Doctor is pissing about with the Randalls to fix the chameleon circuits when Perry bounces in with an apple. Why is Colin fixing the chameleon circuit now? Well, from what I gather, at this point when the story was... Or sort of when Colin's run was announced, because this is only his second story, this is the first full story of for Colin. Mm. Well, not... Well, it's his first season that's his season mm. because um, The Twin Dilemma, his first story was at the end of Peter Davison's last series mm. season. So Attack of the Cybermen is his first proper series, proper story sort of thing, if you get what I mean. And it was sort of, I think it was um, put in the Radio Times or in the paper that um, the TARDIS was no longer going to be a police box. They were going to bring back the chameleon circuit and the TARDIS is going to change its appearance every episode and it's going to blah, 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 blah. What a dumb idea. But it was just a joke to get people to watch. Oh. I th- I don't mind the chameleon circuit thing in this. As in, like, the, you know... I'm glad that they didn't decide that it was going to be a real thing. Terrible idea. Redo it. Does he bring up why it doesn't work after that? Or does he just... Doesn't it just breaks it? again. Oh, okay. It just breaks. When? Uh, I don't know. Is it when the man shoots it at the end of the first episode? Uh, let's go with that. Sorry. Sorry. Um, so, yeah, and Perry's got that terrible costume, the pink one. Very tight. It's... Um, when you need to ask yourself, can I sit down? It's too tight. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it is, yes. Um, we then see a Ford Granada or an Escort. I'm not quite sure which one it is. Pull up onto the curb. And it turns up with Lytton and Davros on the front seat. Okay. So Terry Malloy, who is playing Russell. You know the one that I said to you, do you recognise him? Yeah, it's the one with the phoned. Yes. Yeah. Seven kilos of plastic. Make it quick. It's Davros. Oh. Yeah. Do you like him? Is he a weak Davros? Uh, no, I think I think Terry Moore is great right. as Davros. I don't think he's the best. The, the one we've got now is the best, isn't it? Mm, I don't know. Michael Wishes Can probably Can you just do the theme? Because you didn't do it when you said Lytton. D- oh, sorry. There you go. Dinner. There you go. Oh, shit! Yeah. <laughs> I think Terry Malloy is okay in this. I don't think he's the greatest actor in the world, but I think he's pretty good as Davros. I think he's great as Davros, actually. What do you think? No, 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 no. No, no, no. no, no. I, I don't know who he is. Russell. Who's Russell? The one that you commented on. You've just this second watched it. Yeah. I don't know him as Davros. 
You, you've seen him as Davros. I can't. Oh, in, in the um, Colin Baker one. Revelation of the Daleks. Oh, God, what was that one? With Perry, is it? Yeah, With yeah. the radio with man. The yeah. radio man, DJ. Yes. The DJ. Yeah, he was good in that. Yeah. Is that him then? Yeah, that's, that's Terry Malone. Yeah, I like him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but what do you think Very of him passionate. in this? Very passionate. He is, yeah. You've said that's one of the best incarnations of Davros you've ever seen. Yeah. I think, well, there's not many to choose from, but yeah. Right. He's, so uh, what did I think of him in this episode? Yeah. Don't know. I really can't remember. Watched it twice. I think he's okay. He's right. okay. But tasty. Very tasty. When they pull up. There's a lot of that in there. Yeah. The gangster talk. Yeah. Um, Diamonds. But yeah. There's some great banter between the robbers as well. There's some great like little sides. <laughs> Asides. <laughs> he's allergic to nylon. I like that it's one. quite rare that they talk over each other as well. In, yeah. In 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 who stories. And those the they do that a lot with the they robbers, do. don't they? Yeah. They interrupt each other. And one of my favourite ones out of the story is I used to use one of these when I used to work on the council. The hammer. This time it's for swinging, not, not for leaning, leaning on. on. That's good. That Little you dig. said you came from Fulham. I like that one as well. Fulham. Fulham. I think Lytton's great. Yeah, he is. He's great. <sighs> Right. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah. I think they're all. I think they're all pretty strong. I like yeah. that little side of the, you know, the bank robbery. It makes yeah. no sense why they're doing it. Why? But because Lytton. Uh, well, we'll get to that. We'll get to it. He could have thought of other ways. Well, to be fair, he could have set up a charity build a build a home foundation thing where he gets loads of people together to build a nice home for people. Possibly. However, mm. they'll probably be nice people, and Lytton doesn't want to kill nice people and give them to Very Cybermen. true. Very so true. So he'd rather give give the Cybermen some crooks. Well, we've seen we've we saw Lytton in the. Um... I would have chosen a better story, more expensive story. Would have been uh, Lytton goes to a prison, helps prisoners escape, and then they get turned to Cybermen. Well, the other story that was directed by Mac, uh, Matthew Robinson was Resurrection of the Daleks that had Lytton in as well. So Lytton was the bad guy in that, supposedly. But then this story is sort of supposed to turn that on its head a little bit, isn't it? Where we mm. think he's bad, but he's actually working for the, the Cryons. I thought he was bad. I, I, he's so good. It's Maurice Colburn that plays him. Mm. I think he's... I don't think... I think he's no longer with us. Mm. There's quite a few people in this that are uh, no more. Um... Have bitten, are they now tripping the light fantastic and uh, pushing up the daisies, as it were? Anyway, um, continued. Content. Halley's Comet, no, Halley's Comet is on its way for a flyby, mm. and Perry is scared. Yeah, they're so close to it. Yeah. It's but I'm scared, Doctor. It's quite far away still. Yeah, don't worry, you're in the TARDIS, Perry. I know. Christ's sake. Eat your apple. Colin needs to... Go jump over there. Hey. Um, wait, Colin! Get your hand off. Um, so the whole thing for Halley's Comet, it's set up quite nicely, isn't it? That the, What do you think of that side of it? The comets... It plays a big part in the plot, but it, it doesn't as well, because it's not really used... The plot doesn't progress far enough for Halley's Comet to be a proper threat. Do you know what I mean? What's the comet for? So Halley's Comet is on its way for a flyby past Earth. Yeah. In the year, well... But 19... in this scenario, it's going to hit Earth. No, no, in 19... Well, yes. 
but the Cybermen are going to push it off course yes. to hit Earth to stop Mondas being destroyed. So their home planet in the 10th planet, the story of the 10th planet, Mondas is where the Cybermen come from originally. Oh. It's a twin planet of Earth. In the 10th planet, they destroy Mondas, So, but that was set in the future. Who destroys Mondas? The, well, the Doctor and co. They destroy Mondas. So they're going to destroy Earth before that can happen? Yes. But the Doctor will still be alive? Well, not necessarily. Well, it's all butterfly stuff, that, isn't it? But... No, Grandfather Paradox. Is it? Why is it where that... You can't change anything in history because otherwise you won't be alive to change it. That's... The Grandfather one is when, like, I don't know, you, you it, split with your parents in the past or something. Yeah, if you kill your grandfather, yeah. you won't exist, so you can't have gone back to kill your grandfather. To Well, that's like a, a, a silly theory, or, you know, a, a film theory. Well, in, it, it does make sense, though. No. Why? No, because I know time travel. And in uh, well, I've done it, I've done it, yeah, I've done it. And in reality, if you go back and kill your family, then, you know, from the past, you would still be alive because that event already happened. Mm. Now the past is your future. Wow. I've done it. I've done it. Been there, done that. So then we then see the two policemen from Resurrection of the Daleks yeah, and they tell us, and then all of the bank robbers tell us about the bank job as the Doctor hey. and Perry go to locate a distress signal. So the two policemen, this is a weird thing now. Those two policemen and the two actors that play the policemen mm. were in Resurrection of the Daleks as well. Mm. They're sort of there to do with Lytton. They're like Lytton's accomplices mm. I'm completely unaware whether they're supposed to be robots because they don't they don't speak well, they don't do anything and they walk side by side like yeah. that in exactly the same way that we saw him in Resurrection of the Daleks oh. so are these the same characters yeah they're the same characters and wow. the same actors as well it's only a year before two years before whenever it was no in 1984 isn't it I think but it's just a thing for Lytton but I don't know what the, I don't know who they are. What does it come up again in a later episode? No, no, he doesn't return. Maybe that, they can return in a new who. Well, Lytton's no longer with us, so yeah. But those two, yeah, characters. just bring the two policemen back. Well, they might. I don't know. Maybe they were there for another reason. Maybe. Well, I, I always thought that about Lytton that it felt like he needed one more story. But well, I know they killed him off at this story. But that's what I'd like new who to do more instead of bringing back old monsters. Yeah. Bring back plot lines that couldn't really be finished. And Big Finish can't be asked doing it. Big Finish... What do you mean Big Finish can't be asked doing it? Big well, Finish, if you say it twice, li they'll do it. Little End. No, Little Beginning. What is it? Small Start. Small... <laughs> Stop. Small Start have done started doing things that Big Finish can't be asked well, doing. Well, you say that, we'll... Maybe we'll hear more from those. Not in this episode. Oh, yeah. Um. So when they go to... Um, the Doctor and Perry are hunting around for this distress signal, aren't they? Can we address Perry running round? We just said this, didn't we? She's only running round for one reason, isn't she? To catch up. Uh, yes, we'll go with that. There's no polite way of saying it, so just use your imagination. Not too much that you end up not listening to the podcast. But she's only running for one reason, isn't she? So... We were saying this, weren't we? Is that a directorial decision? Because I can't imagine the conversation of 
Nicola, could you just do us a favor? We know that you... Would you mind if you just jiggle everywhere? Is that okay? No uh, jelly. I, I just can't see that conversation coming up. So is that just... Obviously, it's not Nicola Bryant's fault. Or maybe fault. it's not that. Maybe Nicola just wants to run around in hills. Well, it probably... Sa- the only other way of thinking about it is that it says in the script Perry runs, but Nicola Bryant can't help the fact she's ample. Do you know what I mean? Perhaps it's just... Ample. <laughs> I don't know how to say it. Just leave it. Yeah. Should we just move leave on? It. Mm. I think it was just a thing that happened and everyone's it innocent, is what as it they is. always are in the film and TV industry. Everyone's always innocent. Right, come on. Until proven. Get... Uh, um, in the sewer, it's sewer. sewer, it's all pitch black and one of the robbers snuffs it. The sewers are unbelievably dark. You said this. I, when I watched it at home, it, it, it's not that. It's dark, but it's, I could still see what's happening. There's a few times, I think, where I couldn't see I anything. I think if you're on an OLED. Oh, is that on, what it is? If you're on an OLED. I have a weak screen, do I? <laughs> Very weak. Uh, the Doctor and Perry then arrive at Lytton's garage, and the Doctor knocks out one of the policemen before Perry shoves a large weapon in her shorts and enters the sh- the sewer. Uh, a black cyber scout is afar in the sewer and gets wounded by a gunshot before the memorable scene of the sliding back of the wall revealing more Cybermen and Lytton surrendering himself and the other thugs over to them. I think that shot's great. When the Cybermen come out. When the wall slides back yeah. and they walk out. You said, What was it you said, though? I think they just need to rearrange some of the actors. Because there's a few on the left that you just can't see. But put them on the right, and then the whole doorway's filled with Cybermen. Yeah. There's a big blank space in the right. Just need another retake. Oh, no, can't take a retake. We're already off. Oh, well. I think, yeah, I think it's... It is nice, though. But... I don't know where all that smoke came from. Or yeah. light. Just got to, Yeah. Somebody's on fire behind that wall. So, the story's got a lot of harkbacks, hasn't it? A lot of harkbacks. Hmm. So, the conversions from Tomb of the Cybermen and the ice... Um, cocoon, uh, not ice cocoon, what do you call it? Tombs. The ice tombs. They're big. They're big. What? I understand why they call them tombs. What? What? What does that even... We'll get to that. Um, the dark side of the moon. There's a ship on the dark side of the moon. That's from the invasion. Mm. Or moon base. They even say moon base, though, as well. They do, yeah. Yeah. You've got the sewers. Pick that up. Impressed. Talos. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah. Well oh. done. Um, you get Talos, and you get the cyber controller from Tomb of the Cybermen as well. We'll get to him. Um, can we talk about the Cyberman design? Would you like? Can I say something first? It seems like you've already started. So I'll, may I'll as continue. Finish. When I first saw the '80s Cybermen, I hated it. Yeah, because they're in the invasion. No, they're not. They're in Earthshock, Attack of the Cybermen, Silver Nemesis, Five Doctors. I think that's it, isn't it? No other cyber stories. I hated the 80s design. As do I. I thought it was dreadful. Mm. In the past two years, I fucking love it. Why? I really like it. They look awful. I would, Obviously, I've got that invasion head. I want the 80s head now. Oh, no. I think it's brilliant. Oh, no. Uh, 
as much as I'm not a massive fan of the invasion, uh, the fucking hell, why do I keep saying that? Earthshock. As much as I'm not a big fan of Earthshock, I do prefer the mask where you can see the chin underneath. Do you remember that? You've seen Earthshock. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's one of the first got, ones I watched. Yeah, it's got the see-through. That wasn't when we did the podcast. No, yeah, it was post, uh, pre-podcast, yeah. wasn't it? They got that uh, a perspex Weird. chin where you can no, see the chin I really underneath. don't like it. I think it's a great idea. Because in this, when the heads get knocked off, and because there's a lot of that, isn't there? Exploding yeah. heads. There's nothing... There's no sign that there's somebody in there. It's just a robot, isn't it, really? Yeah. So even when the Doctor... You know when they're in the um, tomb and the Doctor takes the faceplate off the cyberhead hmm. to do the distress signal? It's just a load of chips. Yeah. Whereas a face in there, imagine that. Skull. That would have been great. Yeah, you know. yeah it would have been good. Would have been a reveal um, akin to that of um, Wester. And his purple cloak of note. But yes, unfortunately we didn't get that. Um, I really don't like them. I like the gaudy. They look like fish. They look like they're always shocked constantly. Yeah, I'd I, I really like the design. It's a the mash-up. body, not so much. I hate the body as well. I because I've always liked the wetsuit look. Yeah, of the like the invasion body. Yeah. I think is gorgeous. But I think oh, I think much the with bodies like, of New Who. I yeah. prefer. To oh old. no, sorry. Uh, the heads of old Who. I prefer to New Who. I think much like the Daleks, the Cybermen are, ve- are much better in black and white. Yes. I'd I think the that. Daleks haven't haven't really been scary since they were in black and white. Might, I was scared that, of Dalek. That might be um, controversial. Um, yeah, I think I was scared of the sto- Dalek story. You're like 15? <laughs> scared. 22? Something like that. Um... And there's the emotional Cyberman sergeant bloke that doesn't stop pestering. We've already done the impression, haven't we? The one that talks in the back of his voice. Leader. 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 Who's he? Who's that guy? As in, who is he? Just where? Just get some... So he... Can we... Well, that's like the cyber, con- the cyber leader's sergeant, isn't it? I suppose. Because he's the one who's always with the cyber leader. Can knew who... Do some more of the sort of rank of Cybermen thing. No. I'd like to see that. Uh, well, I'd like to see that. But can New Who... Well, we sort of had it, haven't we, but... Suggest that some characters from Old Who turned out to be this character in New Who. So, e.g. Rory. Mm. Goes, oh, right, okay. While, while he's waiting 2,000 years, for some reason dressed up and got into a costume of something... <laughs> And um, we didn't know until now that that was actually Rory. Wow. Would you like stuff like that? Not Rory specifically, but stuff that more ties old and new who together more. Instead of it just feel, uh, tacky references. Yeah. There's a few tacky re- references in this, though, as well, isn't there? But yeah. Do they work? Maybe, maybe not. But Would you like that? Is that okay? Can, um, can we do that? Uh, Done right. Yeah, it's very tricky, isn't it? Yeah. It's uh, at first, like uh, I keep saying this story, we're gonna have to do it at some point. What is it? When the Timeless Child came on and that retconned a lot of stuff. Supposedly, um, I mean, yeah. we don't know what's gonna happen in the future. I hated it at first. I'm all right with it now because essentially, it doesn't affect old who at all. 
Because it's still there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah and I, f- I feel like they're going to do something similar for when they need to reboot Doctor Who in the future. Well, we'll... we'll talk about that next week. We will talk about that next week. We'll let you know what's happening next week. Um, not on Twitter, though. Not on Twitter. Um, so, yeah, after that, Stratton and Bates are attacking Cybermen and attempt to get a Cyberhead. They escape to reveal they need to break into Cyber Control or a forced perspective model. They're horrible, those two. Stratton and Bates, I think they're great. Yeah, but Strat- Stratton, the one that shouts a lot. Yeah. Horrible. So he is horrible. What are you the king of overacting? You thought? No, I don't. I don't know if he is overacting. Then he it, starts speaking more like he must be, mustn't he? It's Jonathan David and Michael Atwell that play Stratton and Bates. Hmm. I think they're both good. Yeah. I, there's a a bit of a, I suppose it's trying to be a bit comical when hmm. after they've attempted to get one cyberhead and failed, they try and get another one. And when he's climbing up the hill, I say, I, I say, I say, <laughs> are you looking for me? Wait till he's finished talking yeah. and shoot. Excuse me, Simon, could you just do me a favour? Yeah, uh, when, uh, who we got at the top there? Yeah, it's Jonathan and Michael. Uh, Michael, once you said your line, could you, yeah, Simon, could you just wait for, oh, yeah. No, no, Simon, sorry, sorry, Fucking sorry, hell. everybody. Could you just wait for Michael to finish his line, Simon, and then fire? Yes, leader. <laughs> oh, he's in character, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, oh. <coughs> Yes, that's yes. Sorry, sorry, Michael, <laughs> Matthew. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, th- yeah. So Stratton and Bates, I think they're, I think they're great. Okay. Then, <laughs> after we've seen the force perspective model, which yeah. I think looks great, yes. by the way, may I add, um, inside Cyber Control, we meet the Fat Controller. It is a Fat Controller. He says what? fat. He does. But it sounds like fat. Yeah. I thought it was fat. It is a fat controller. All right. Um, yeah, fucking hell. I've been here five minutes and already. He likes his carbs, leader. Leader? Yeah. <laughs> so the cyber leader... I want him to come back. Well, yeah, I'd like that. He could have. He could have. What was... Who? What Cyberman head was Handles in Matt Smith's last episode? No idea. Anyway... Yeah. So Michael Kilgareth plays the Cyber Controller. And he also played the Cyber Controller in the Tomb of the Cybermen. Just have a look at the photo of the Tomb of the Cybermen Cyber Controller. Because you commented on the mask from this one. The helmet, sorry. So Tomb of the Cybermen Cyber Controller. What do you think of that helmet compared to the 80s one? Well, they, they, just, they just look like egg timers. I th- I think that the cyber controller... The suit looks awesome, but the head is... Aw- I think in Tomb of the Cybermen, the cyber controller looks great. And I think it looks pretty good in... It looks like a salt Attack shaker. of the Cybermen as well. Looks like something that you find in one of those Blackpool, you know, uh, gift shops. It looks like a cock lolly. And you're not quite <laughs> sure... It's not You're not quite sure if you can give it as your present. Yeah. Give it as a present to your mum. Would your man want that or not? Um, Salt shaker or cock lolly? Don't know. Let's see. Give her a ring. Twist it and see if it goes ding. So Michael Kilgareth hey? played the cyber controller. Michael Kilgareth. Kilgareth, not killed Gareth. Right. 
Michael killed Gareth on uh, Attack of the Simon. Look at his suspect. We're looking for one that killed. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> my name's Michael and I'm playing the tribal leader. Have you got my helmet on? <laughs> so Michael killed Gareth. Played the cyber leader, cyber controller mm. in Tomb of the Cybermen and this. But I'm assuming, well, we are, we're meant to believe it's the same one. Uh, the one that crawled out of that little yeah. cupboard. That, yeah, crawled out. Yeah. Why get the same man back? Oh, is it the same? Yeah, it's the same actor. actor. Yeah. It makes no sense. Um,. In Tomb, in Tomb of the Sidemen, it's not even his voice we hear. So, it's not as if, like, well, his voice or, is great. Because, like, the cyber, the cyber leader in this is David Banks. And David Banks plays the cyber leader for all of the 80s Doctor Who stories. Hmm. And he's got a very distinctive voice. Hmm. It's great. He's the sort of the deep, you know, and you will obey me. And, uh... <laughs> It's you know it's it's a memorable voice. Yeah. So it's not as if well, we need to get that voice because it sounds like the cyber leader. It's just to give him a job, isn't it? It must be. But mate, I'm trying to think of the actor who says like, although you don't, you can't. It's all CGI. Yeah. No one else can play this character but me. Don't I know. play it best. Oh, it's it's um, C3PO. It's not CGI. The actor who plays C3PO. Oh yeah. Even yeah. you can't. Can't see him. He says no one else can play it as good as me. Okay. Maybe it's like that. Maybe. I, don't, I, I highly doubt it, but... Um, well, what's your reason for it, then? Of why they brought him back? Yeah. As just a fan wank. A good old fan wank. A good old sloppy fan wank. Um, it must be. Mm, must like be. A, like a wet sock. Mm, ooh, crusty. Um... The Doctor then uses his sonic lance to take out a cyber a scout. sonic lance. <laughs> and they flee the tunnels before Lytton, Cyber Leader, and the Cyber Sergeant, we'll call him. The, that one, Leader. Uh, find the body, and we get one of the very few in this story, and very few for the 80s Cybermen. Excellent. Clench. Fist he clenches. does double clenches. Oh, yeah, he does. If you half expect him to do that, what? Right up, excellent. Um, uh, the Doctor Perry and Davros then enter the TARDIS and are raided by Cybermen, who they shoot down. Not before the Cyber Leader and crew burst in and go to kill Perry. End of episode one. We haven't finished episode one yet. We have now. Thoughts. <laughs> views um, I think episode one's great I would agree yeah from this point on yeah it takes a it puts the brakes on quite a lot apart from the start of episode two mm. where you got some of the best scenes I think of the story oh yeah you do like that we'll, oh, we'll, we'll get to these but after that it goes right down you got the inclusion of these stupid alien oh, whoa, things whoa, 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 whoa. right Episode 2. Perry doesn't get killed. There's a rogue Cyberman that's escaped from one of the tombs. The fat controller says they need to stop with the waking up of the Cybermen and kill it. The Cyber Leader then says the woman is unharmed. Telos is cold. She must have warmer clothing. 
These emotionless Cybermen are now worried about what Perry's wearing. Mm. Tell us it's cold. She must have warmer clothing. Maybe it's to keep her alive. Maybe. Oh, yes. Of course it is, isn't it? Stratton and Bates are shouting at each other when we finally get to see Perry out of that hideous costume. Yeah, it was bad. And in the red boiler suit. Awesome. She looks great in that boiler suit as well. heels again. Yeah. It must hurt your knees running with heels. She's... She's not flat-footed, I don't think, but it it's, like um, it. it's some heavy clops, isn't yeah. it? You can hear it coming from a mile away. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Fucking hell. Hello, Perry. Hello, doctor. Hello, doctor. Dector. Dector. <laughs> the TARDIS crew Dildek. and... <laughs> Dildek. The side... Do you want one of them? No. The TARDIS crew and Cybermen arrive in the Telos tombs, and then there's a bit of dialogue that makes no sense whatsoever. The Doctor says, I'd forgotten how big they were. This is not to Perry, this is to Lytton. I'd forgotten how big they were. And Lytton replies, I can understand why they call them tombs. What? The whole cast looks at Lytton now. Yeah, I want want the camera to just drop (laughs) slightly. Are we really recording this? Do you want to check that? Is that the script? Scene 34, Lytton. Yes, they are large. Right. Better. And again, please. Like, what does that even mean? I'm guessing... I'd forgotten how big they were. I can understand why they call them tombs. Tombs are big, I They're guess. not, though, are they? They can, they can be. Nope. Okay. Tomb of the Cybermen. Oh. What? I don't know. Yeah. Out of nowhere, a Cyberman bursts out of the tomb Amazing. and thrashes the Cybermen yeah. that stood outside. The Doctor then I tells fist Perry... comes through the, the proper and it, bang. Yeah, whacks his head off. No, it's great. The Doctor tells Perry to run and pushes us straight towards the Cyberman that's on the rampage, but the Cyber Leader deals with him. Mm. With a, Does he? With a... Venusian Aikido height. It kind of just grabs his shoulders and shakes him a bit. Well, you were saying about this, weren't you? About classic Who. Oh, pissed me off. And there's a lot of it in old sci-fi, I say, essentially, yeah. isn't it? Where aliens. Oh, go on, you say. It's just how you handle combat, isn't it? We're gonna have a fight scene. It sounds awesome on paper. In reality, someone just whacks on the shoulder. On the shoulder. Yeah. Well, it was the there's same. A, there's a slight delay. Say, hit on the shoulder now. Yeah, it's the same. Uh, 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 it's the same with Russell, hell. isn't it? When they're in the TARDIS with Davros, mm. when they're in the TARDIS and they're all fighting, and that cyber Cyberman comes out of the door and just hits him on the shoulder, dead, like instantly Where? dead. Who? What episode? For Russell. Russell T. Davis. No. The character Russell in this. Yes. Right. In the TARDIS. In the when, end, of, at the beginning of the first... At the end of episode one. And the one. beginning of episode two. Yeah. Yes. And in this scene where the controller shakes the Cyberman yeah, and then dead. that's it. Very strange, isn't it? Yeah. Nothing pulls you right out of... Well, me anyway. It's it's It just never changed from like the 60s all the way to the late 80s. It's never changed. Uh, it's always just that one tap. Dead. Instant death. Yeah. People have weak shoulders. They, they must do. They must do. Must do. Perry then walks past and that the two. squeeze he does too with the bald guy. Yeah. 
<laughs> squeeze with the inward uh, fists. Die. That's strange, Fucking isn't it? Hell. Loud. Would you not just grab his head? Rag it. Rag it. I like the, I like the one I like is where he presses into Lytton's shoulder. I think that's a good one. His hands. No, no. Oh. Presses into Lytton's shoulder just before he does that to Brian Glover when he squeezes his head. The cyber leader presses his two fingers into mm. Lytton's shoulder and Lytton just goes that's like does a little yeah. wince. I think yeah. that's great. Mm. That's that's better, I think, than yeah. you know, makes him a bit more menacing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <that was laughs> temples. So, Perry walks past the tomb, and another Cyberman bursts out, nearly punching her straight in the face. Does. Does. Um, before being rescued by the touchy-feely crayon, crayons? Crayons. Crayons. I've, I've written crayons. I've said crayons this whole time. They explain that Lytton is here to help them defeat the Cybermen. Mm. Interesting twist, isn't it? I hate it? the crayons. Right. The crap. The problem is... Really? They cast... Quite famous people as the crayon crayons, crayons. as the crayons. crayons. So Faith Brown was quite a famous comedian, yeah, and Sarah Green was quite a, a quite an attractive presenter. But you can't tell who they are. No. So why have them? It's like why cast people that you know? Headlines. Yeah. So it, it, it's pointless. You must have to pay them more as well because you have to get into all that makeup and things. Yeah. It's well, very strange. Well, I don't even think you'd have to... It's because of that. It's probably if they're more well-known, they're going to be more on the payroll, aren't they? Yeah. Going to be dearer. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you do with them. No. But if you're going to get somebody who's well-known, don't put them behind a mask because it defeats the object of getting somebody well-known. It's like imagining like Jodie's first series... They had a lot of guest stars, didn't they? They had Stephen Fry. Oh, that was in season two. It's like having Pete Gain, the Absorber off. Yeah, but you can tell, you see him normal first, don't you? Exactly. And you see these normal first as well. Do you? No. I don't I don't, I don't know why they do it. No. It's, there it, must be... Maybe they're just fans of Doctor Who and they thought, can we be a character in there? Like, well, if you're in it, people will know, you know, it'll be quite in your face that, oh, wait, there, that's that, that presenter. Yeah. They have guest stars in anyway. I don't know yeah, then. It's, it's pointless. I don't the, know. The only time it really works is where you get a character who hasn't got a mask on, who's like an evil villain that is a well-known actor or actress. Cash Jack. Shatters Jack. I like him. But I don't He's think you can really tell it's him either. either. He's not really a villain. Christopher Gable, is it? Shatters Jack? I can't remember. Shatters Jack. Shatters Jack. Keep going. The Doctor is then thrown into a cold room and Perry is getting tickled by two more cryons. <laughs> I will say, I've written here, the voice of the cryons is a bit annoying. They're all, they're it, just annoying. It's got, wholesale. A, it's got a flanger effect on it. No, no, it's... <laughs> so this is normal. Yeah. This is with a flanger. So it's sort of a chorusy delay. It's not a very nice sound. No. And that's the effect that's on the, the voice of the crowns. Yeah. But I think the problem is, with the Cybermen, they've all got headset mics on, I think. So they're recording those dry. Mm. With the cry the crayons, I'm assuming just the overhead mic has got that effect put on it when they're speaking. Mm. Because when they're speaking, the room sound has got that effect on it. 
Oh, okay. So you can hear that sort of whoa, 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 like over the air, just like the sound mm. of the mic, the room. That gets a bit annoying. And you can, once you've heard it, you can't unhear it. It's really annoying after oh, that. We forgot about the uh, voice changing. You found the bought your helmet, didn't he? Dalek Sec. Oh, God, yeah. Right. Is that his name? Dark Sec Human form. I don't hybrid know, or something. Like the, hybrid. the New Year, New York yeah, terrible oh, episode. God. Funny mask, though. Yeah. I, they made a lot of toys for him. I don't know why, because I used a, to have a six inch figure of him. Doctor Who merch at that time was uh, right. something new everything, every day. Yeah. But, uh, but voice, why would, what would your voice change to? It's probably just got like a shitty yes. ring mod in it, isn't it? Or a pitch shifter, probably. But, oh well. The Cyberman one was good. Yeah. Cyber voices are very hard to pin down because they're different all the time, aren't they? Mm. So with with these Cybermen and the Earthshock, it sounds like it's a, a dry voice mm. with a pitch shifter either side of it. So it's like an octave down and an octave up. But the octave down is more prominent. So they, David Banks must be having to talk down there. But then it's shifted down as well. So you get like three versions of the voice that are all playing at the same time. Mm. I think it's pretty good, but it's too human. Well, I say it's too human. It sort of it, that emphasizes the fact there is somebody in yeah. there. But horses for courses. But when uh, Perry and the Doctor's voice changes at the beginning, when the TARDIS crashes. Yeah, yeah. What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stupid. I wish they did that every time. Well, the whole episode like that. Yeah. So then, Flast, who is Faith Brown, like the cryon that's in the chamber with the the cocaine. Ah, oh, left that alone. One. Left alone, that shot that yeah. pulls out when she's like, yeah. crossed her hands in front of her. You liked that shot, didn't you? Yeah, it's a nice shot. I love shots like that. But then she tells the Doctor that the Cybermen plan to change history to prevent Mondas being destroyed by doing the whole Halley's Comet thing. And not a lot is really Halley's made of Comet. it. Halley's Comet. Halley's Comet, what do you mean? Not a lot's really made of that, is it? No. It's well, he he acts that there's a lot made of that, but the plot doesn't seem to do a lot with it. Like the aim is it's, not. It's tricky because the aim doesn't seem that they're there to stop that happening. It's more to rescue Lynn. Well, it's more to to see what's going on, really. Well, it's, it's a sort lot of, of it is investigation. It's never mentioned how they're going to do this. How are they going to knock Halley's Comet off course? Mm. I don't think it's ever mentioned. And there's no attempt for the Doctor to sort of work out how they're going no, to do it. Just sort of Or when they're place. going to do it. So he could have destroyed the cyber control, yeah. but they've already done it. They could have already done that. They yeah, but it was his idea to do it, wasn't it? To blow it up? All that cocaine? Yeah, yeah, that's. But what I'm saying is that because we we don't know, or maybe the doctors supposedly just already knows, mm. we don't know if the Cybermen have already knocked Halley's comet off course by the time Cyber Control explodes at the end. So, I don't know why they wouldn't. Why would they wait to knock it off course? Well, that's what I mean. It's not enough is made of the whole Halley's comet thing. It's just because in 1985 it was coming back. Yeah, it's just. A current thing to be added in, I think, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> mm. 
So Lytton Griffiths are on the surface and get stopped by Stratton and Bates, who flashes his cyber arm. I like that. You know, when he says, are you Cybermen? I said, not quite. And he takes his glove off. Oh, his arm yeah. Off. I thought it was that, great. Yeah, I like that. It turns out his legs and arms are... Mm. Oh, Cyber-sized. Upgraded. New, they'll like that, won't they? They'll I like, like the that. whole idea of that. The, the rejects yeah. just work somewhere. Doesn't work on anybody. Speaking of working somewhere, what are they doing? Digging. They're just... Di- yeah. It's digging. But they're not they're digging with mattocks, aren't they, rather than yeah. shovels. So it's gonna take forever it's digging. to dig a hole. They're planting bombs, I'm assuming, aren't they, to sort the planet out. Sort it out. I can't remember what it I can't remember. It's digging. Flast the Cryon tells the doctor about the cyber plan to divert Howie's comet as a bomb to destroy the Earth, and the doctor realizes that the Time Lords have sent him there without knowing. Oh, I thought that was a nice little twist. Yeah. Again, not a lot is made of it other no. than like him shouting at the ceiling. You know, like he's doing some sort of Steve Vai guitar solo, just looking at the ceiling, looking for God. And we see the ceiling, don't we? We do see the ceiling yeah. as well, don't we? We see over the top of the set yeah. at one point. Um, that's unforgivable. In Colin's best acted scene, so he says. Well, yeah, at the end, that isn't it. Mm-hmm. We'll get to that. So the Doctor then realises that the Time Lords have sent, unknowingly sent him to stop the change of history. Vlast, Flast sorry, then shows the Doctor the explosive mineral. And what, you know, what they're going to do with the, all of that cocaine. Lytton and the gang start to make their way up to cyber control and I absolutely shit myself as the Cyberman grabs Lytton's leg at the bottom of the ladder. Do you remember that? As they go up into cyber control oh, from yeah. underneath... Yeah, he's last. It just goes. Yeah. Honest to God, genuinely not shit myself, but you know what I mean. Jesus Christ, a proper jumped. It was great. When he rewatched, yeah, yeah, when I watched it, I genuinely jumped. (laughs) There's a lot of jump scares in this. There's a lot of bang, like I'm I'm, I'm, I'm comparing them to zombies because there's a lot of that in zombie films. You know, when there's a zombie around the corner, yeah, or like burst through a door, stuff like that. Mm. Zombie, zombie Cyberman. Yeah. Cyber zombies. Cyber zombies. They should do that. They should do that. Should they? That'd be cool. Do you like a forgotten um, platoon of Cybermen on a distant planet somewhere and they've all rotted inside because they haven't wow. been serviced and now it's just like zombie Cybermen. Are you hearing this, Chibnall? He'll have stolen that now. I, I quite like that idea. Write it to him. Write it to him. See do you not like says. that idea? I think, uh, yeah, I mean, it'll it, need flashing out. Oh, of course. This Bit is just work. off the cuff. Off the cuff. Well, I'll tell you what, let's I'm put it out. Throwing see things think. at the wall, seeing see if it sticks. sticks. Yeah. Um, right, so their journey, Lytton and the gang, their journey is now completely pointless because they can't fly the time ship with only three people. And they just, they get... Killed. I noticed I haven't sweared in a while. You haven't? So, fuck. Yeah. There you go. Eric Saywood says that the violence in this, or his, he gets accused of putting a lot of violence into his stories. There's a lot he, of violence in he this. He doesn't think it's warranted. Well, it's, um, it's funny, though. There's a lot of violence yeah. in his stories. Yeah. Oh, is it just the guy who likes to put knives to women's throats? Yeah. Right. Him himself. I just... Oh, get over it. Yeah. I it doesn't bother me, but I can see it is a very violent mm. when 
they were making a change to make it not violent. They just seemed to go the other way, like Eric thought. Oh, more? Right. His head comes off. Bleeding hands. Right. Uh, John, I finished. Um, so the doctor then uses some of the explosive to destroy the cyber guard outside the door, who, once his arm is on fire, uses his gun to try and put it out. Did you see that? Oh, he pat it down with his gun. He puts, he slides that little vial of uh, the mineral hmm. outside, and the cyber cyberman looks at it as if to say, "Oh, what's that?" Picks it up and he just goes, oh, in his hand, yeah. and then he's got his gun in his other hand, yeah. trying to put it out with the gun. What oh. are you doing? The ammo might go off. Yeah, very strange, very strange. Oh, what a Cyberman deafness. It's so sad. Yeah. The Doctor then gives Vlast the... Fla- Why is he saying Vlast? Flast the lance to warm up the explosives mm. to destroy the base. We then get a very controversial scene where the Cyber Controller and two Cybermen are confronting Lytton to find out his plans. And when he doesn't tell them, they crush his hands, making them bleed. Now, apparently, as well, this was toned down. So what you see is toned down. Oh. What was the original? I don't know. Oh. Was, yeah. More blood, I'm assuming. Oh, hell yeah. Pain. What do you think of that scene? Is it too much for Doctor Who? Uh, because that for is... any other episode, but not this one. There's loads of shit going on in this episode. But in general, is that too far for Doctor Who? No. I don't think so either. Especially it's... nowadays, three to 12. Actually, Britbox is rated 12. Is it? Uh, it's, I think so. Or oh, it's close to it sometimes. I'm not sure what that means. But oh, sh- at the top left, what? it says, like, it's classic horror that some kids might may find um, horrific or something these I'm days. Sh- there's a few of um, old ones. I'm sure the Daleks, as in the first one, I think that's a 12 as well. Like the second ever story. Which is strange. I think it's fine. Yeah. When but you it- start including... I think when you start including grown-up things, you know, when people start getting there, yeah, I mean, attacked in different ways, or yeah, when you, I don't know, when you, I think as a as a kid, you like violence, yeah, uh, not as in you know, I loved you don't it like when going, I was little. I couldn't wait to get home and kill some commies. You, <laughs> oh, it's great, you know, card I mean? or something, or like slit some nazi throats. It's and it's, I've still got that today. It's still in there. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? As a kid, like, army stuff. Mm. And, like, killing people and shooting and guns and stuff like that. Mm. That's, like, every... Big no-no in America. Big no-no. Really? Yeah. Sex. I oh, know, the big no-no is sex and stuff. Don't go near it. Violence and stuff. Green light. Go for it. But oh, wow. all the sexy stuff, no chance. Eh, eh, eh. No anyway. way. No way. Disgusting. So... Vla- uh, Flash then puts the lance into the box of explosives and we get that scene that you really liked where the camera well, pulls away all alone. and she's there on her own. Oh, you really like that, didn't you? That's the point where we see above the set as well, it's isn't it? one of them, isn't it? It happens twice, doesn't it? Uh, I think it's, it's, it's when it's the doctor's It's a low-angle shot where we see Lytton. He's on the... After he's sacrificed himself to save the doc. Oh, we see it then as well, don't we? Yeah, because he's like on the catwalk, like... Oh, yeah. And the camera like angles slightly up. Um, but yeah, I like that shot because mm. it just makes it look really small, and I yeah. like how the shot lingers. It yeah, it's Ooh. lovely. Mm. It's lovely. I, I really like things like that. The Doctor then takes apart the head of uh, to set the Cyberman's one weakness. He says, "A distress signal." Hmm. One weakness. 
This is the Doctor's one weakness. No. Who's one weakness? Is the it? Cyberman. Yeah. Because the Doctor takes apart the Cyberhead to set off the Cyberman's one weakness, as he says, a distress signal. Uh, we've seen a lot of Cybermen die. I mean, well, one uh, guy just used general, like a baseball bat on the back of their head and it came off quite cleanly. Well, let's go through them. Gravity. I suppose that's a weakness to everybody. Yeah. Nail polish remover. Gold. Guns. Adric's badge, because it's made of gold. Bats. Well, they seem to be, you know... Electricity. There's a lot of weaknesses for these Cybermen. Love. Oh, hate. Fear. Have you no emotions, son? I did my duty. Oh, I did my duty. God. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he also wrecks the whole human inside thing because when he takes the head, I don't mean he wrecks the human that's inside, the whole idea that there's somebody inside the Cyberman sort of gets a bit debunked there because the Doctor takes the faceplate off the Cyberman to just reveal circuits rather than the head. I suppose if they'd have done that on the back of the head... You could have maybe got away with that a bit more. Well, maybe that the lower-ranked Cybermen don't have all the organs of a human body in there, but the higher ranks are much smarter, so they must well, have maybe. a head and things. I was just thinking, maybe it's just the brain. Mm, didn't think of that, did you? Probably. Uh, fun fact, there's a Cyberman in Cyber Control who has claustrophobia. So his helmet was adjusted to make it easier for him to take it on and off. That's why his head's so cockeyed. So there's one of them that's like his yeah, head's yeah. proper like that. So he couldn't be he couldn't be bolted into it. Well, then get another actor then. There is that, isn't there? You know, he must have known that he's going to be in a costume. But yeah, claustrophobic apparently. That's a fun fact, isn't it? Well, isn't it's that good that fact? they don't discriminate though. Yeah, just because they've got a phobia doesn't mean that they can't do what they want to do. Exactly. Flash then is then fuck. Flast then gets taken into the corridor by the Cyberman and dies. There's then a hack back to the Tomb of the Cybermen. There's an electrified door that kills Stratton. I like that. Because at the beginning of Tomb of the Cybermen, there's this massive door, mm. and Toberman goes up to it to open it after. But just before that, one of the uh, other people on the expedition touches the door and gets fried. Mm. So that's like a nice little hack back to another cyber story. The guy who uh, orchestrated the escape... Got fried, didn't he? He did. Yeah. did. Uh, a Cyberman comes through the door, killing the others for no reason other than Saywood to kill people because their whole journey has been pointless now to get to cyber control because they're all dead. Again, I don't mind things like that because their journey uh, paved the way to uh, make it out that uh, to, to the audience that this is a dangerous mission and that people do die and the stakes for the Doctor at the end is really, really high, and it makes the tension at the end much better. Well done. Well th well, th well, said and thank you. Well said or and thank you. he just likes violence. Maybe. I don't know. In Cyber Control, we then see a very rough-looking Litten who's being cybersized. He does a great job of looking ill at that point. I don't think he made himself <laughs> ill. Well, no, no but... He, the makeup department he, had a hand. Yeah, but he looks... Like, you need to whack the ill now. He looks hollow, doesn't he? It's great. Yeah. Uh, the Cybermen inside the TARDIS come out and the Cryons destroy them. The Doctor and Perry then enter the TARDIS and take off and land in the Cyber Lab. 
at mm. cyber control, mm. and the Doctor tries to rescue Lytton before the mm. cyber controller comes in. Lytton stabs, and Green stop, snot flies out of the cyber controller. He screams. Uh, the cyber controller, they all fight, they yeah. all get zapped, and blah, 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 and the cyber Carl controller dies. John Wick stuff. He slides around a lot. Yeah. He's quite active, isn't he? Yeah. I know. I remember there's an interview with Colin, like saying what he wanted to do. The Doctor, he wanted it to be very Pertwee. physical. Pertwee. Yeah, I suppose a bit more. You know, just action man. Hands on. I suppose. Yeah. The, I, ta- the um, I think the way this fight goes to, to where Colin is on the floor and yeah. just in the nick of time shoots the controller. They're good. That Doctor yeah, rarely gets stuff like that right in old who. You know, where it's like, oh, just in the nick of time. There's usually a delay. I reckon that would have been a one-shot as well. Yeah. Because there's a lot of... Explosions. Yeah, there's a lot of little ones, isn't there, that are in there. And then, well, any time you see a Cyberman on the floor explode, it's a dummy, isn't it? Mm. But even still, some of the explosions of the Cybermen through the story mm. are pretty big, aren't they? they like, imagine being it. the actor. You know when um, they burst into the TARDIS in episode one mm. and Davros shoots him in the mouth? Mm. There's an actor physically, visibly in that, isn't there? Yeah. And the head just explodes. That must have been so loud. Mm. You know, obviously it's on top of him, probably. It's, you know, but even still. Let's just finish this. Oh. The TARDIS materialises before two Cybermen panic in the storeroom and leg it away before cyber control explodes. And then it ends with the Doctor saying, I don't think I've misjudged anyone quite as badly as I did Lytton. No, that's it. That's that's the end. And that's the end of the story. I thought you were gonna say something else, or Perry was gonna say something else, but she smiles. Watch it. Dulcet version. Maybe turn the flanger off now, yeah? There we go. So yeah, there's the end of the Attack of the Cybermen. Some uh, little notes of interest. Working titles of the story, Return of the Cybermen. Return to Telos and the Cold War. Cold War? Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. Well, it's freezing cold, isn't it, on Telos? I think Return to Telos is quite nice. Return of the Cybermen is a bit... Death to the Cybermen. That's what you'd have gone with. Yeah. Well, all of the Telos uh, location scenes, what did you think of those? Pardon? The Telos location scenes. Where it's all cold in all the tombs. No. The location filming on Telos. Where those two men... Yes. I say... Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Dismal. It looks bleak and grim. It's It's great. great. Yeah, it's great. It's great. It's Jared's Cross Sand and Gravel Quarry. (laughs) Quarry again. That's filmed. Used in Tomb of the Cybermen as well. Same one there. It was using the Dominators as well. There's Dulcis. We've been there before as well. The Twin Dilemma, we'll ignore that. And Attack of the Cybermen. So it was used quite a few times for Doctor Who, which was nice. It looks good. Yeah. yeah. They've decolorized it as well, haven't oh, they? Oh, you can tell. It's Just grim. because... Well, I think when we've seen it before... In the Twin Dilemma, I think it's really Red. orange. Oh. Like, really, really orange. The music. What do we think? 
Malcolm Clark does the music for this one. I can't remember any any of it apart from uh, Lytton's theme. There's Especially the one where he dies. Oh, yeah, it's just the slow one, isn't it? <sighs> Shall I keep going? Yeah. Um, there's a mix of music for this, really, for me, that are good and cringe-worthily awful. Oh, cringe. Oh, yeah, terrible. Cringe. The main one, let me see if I can play it and you can tell me which scene it came from. Um... Something like that. Is that when uh, they're messing around with the camouflage thing and they come out of a wardrobe? They come out, yeah, yeah. in the yeah. Awful. It's read the room. It's not. What are we doing? Well, it's supposed to be like the Steptoe and Son theme, isn't it? Mm. Have you ever seen Steptoe and Son? I have. I yeah, up yeah. With it. Um, Can't remember any of it, but I grew up with it. Steptoe and Son is the most depressing show very ever. <laughs> Fucking hell. How the H call it? It's um, so depressing. Well, funny fun fact. Yeah. On the topic of music, Ron Grainer wrote the theme to Steptoe and Son as well as Doctor Who. <laughs> you watched Stalks yesterday, didn't you? Yeah. Did you like it? It was okay. It was alright. It's not as good as I remember. There's some when it's funny though, it's dead funny. Where are you going? My notes are falling on the floor. <laughs> um, nerd. Yeah. But the, the, there's some music that's reused from Earthshock to establish the presence of the Cybermen. All of the sort of... Um, that, like, stompy thing. Like that. It's not right, but you you sort of know what I mean, I think, from that. Cybermen must be here. Yeah. Oh, there they are. Here they are. <laughs> um... So Malcolm Clark had previously done the Sea Devils, Earthshock, Enlightenment, Resurrection of the Daleks, Twin Dilemma, Attack of the Cybermen, and then next season he's going to do Terror of the Vervoids. Um, I really like the Sea Devils one. Uh, uh, yeah. It's very DX7 heavy. Straight over you're, his head. you're saying things that I don't really know. When it, when you come to music, best just play them so I know what you're on about. It's very DX7 heavy. It's a the air rifle. I haven't got it here. I've got one. I should have brought it. I should have got it out of the cupboard. Nice. Um, it's very DX7 heavy. It's a FM synth. Digital synth. Okay. It's got a lot of the sounds in it. Yeah. So there's a DX7, there's a CS15 or a CS80, from what I can work out, an SY2 and a Casio tone, and there's definitely a Roland CR78 as the drum machine that's on there. Or a Roland... Just make something up. Yeah, 64. Yeah, probably. Bit. <laughs> and there's, there's either an emulator or a Fairlight for some samples that are in there. I think it's probably an emulator. There's no way they could have got the same. I don't think it's a CMI Fairlight, do you? <laughs> no. Um, there's Lytton's theme as well, isn't there? What was the idea behind that? 
I don't know. Right. It's... It will forever be Lytton's theme, theme though. When someone plays it, I'm going to think... You know what it is, don't you? Instantly. He was a hero. I, would, I tell you what, what would Murray do with it? Shall we see if... Yeah. What... Right, hang on. Uh... So, Murray, we're bringing Lytton back. No way. Yeah. Um, One of my favourite characters. Oh, brilliant. So All time. We're bringing him back for season 14. Okay. Um, he it's, it's only going to be a filler episode, um, but he's going to play at least a small part in what will be the eventual end of this era of Doctor Who. So we need to incorporate a lot of what we've done with New Who and obviously what makes that character Lytton. Uh, so we'll give you a week, see what we get. Okay. Does that sound good? Yeah. All right. Uh, let me just. Um... Oh, Murray. What are you doing, Murray? See what you did there, Maury. Yeah. You've taken what I said last week quite literally. Don't be sad. Oh fuck. Martha's theme. Fuck you, Maury. Wouldn't that be crap? Oh god. Let's how bad could it have been? Oh shit. Fucking hell. I will say Maury's great at doing uh companion themes. Yeah, jazz bar. <laughs> right, Murray. <laughs> That'd have been nice, wouldn't it? That wouldn't that have been, been nice? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So. You were talking about the music? So, yeah. The music is a bit hit or miss. There's a lovely bit, actually, where Stratton and Bates are talking on the surface of Talos about cyber control and there's a lovely little score that's behind that it's really nice go back and listen to that dum 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 boom so um <laughs> what are your overall thoughts of attack of the cybermen it's got a reputation i will say of oh, being yeah what is the reputation crap no yeah why a lot of people don't like attack of the why Cybermen. why this is much better than the shit i've watched that people love no, this is good. Hands down, this is good. Mm. For Doctor Who. let me. For Doctor Who, this is a good episode. Normal storylines, it's not great. Well, it's just not, is it? But for I Doctor Who, we get to see a lot of Cybermen die. It's well made. We've got some good acting in there. Colin's best acted scene ever, according to him. Yeah, he does say that, doesn't he? Yeah. It's his, his favourite acting role. The thing with the story... But, of course, you'll never know what my real thoughts are because Harold wants to speak now. Well, no, I'm just saying about you were saying about the plot. It's not really clear who wrote the story. It's credited as Paula Moore, but Paul Moore doesn't exist. It's Paula something. Oh, is this a writing... Is this a writer's fake name? To get... Well, Eric Saywood claims oh, no. that... 
two people wrote wrote write things, don't they? But they put the names together. Yeah, it's because well, a script editor at this point can't write for Doctor Who if they're already yeah. on the payroll as the script editor. Eric Saywood says he wrote the majority of this with his friend called Paula. I can't remember what his surname is. She was a writer, I think. But Ian Levine, who I'm, I've got a severe allergic reaction to, claims, super fan, Ian Levine, claims that he wrote the plot and Eric Saywood wrote the dialogue, but Eric Saywood said, no, that's not true. So I don't think we'll ever really know who wrote the story. Does it matter? It feels a bit Eric Saywoody, but then again, a lot of the fan wank stuff feels very Ian Levine. So I don't know. I just don't know who who wrote it. It's properly. not an amazing story, like narrative wise. No, but it's all right. It no, rattles it's along. Serviceable. Yeah. Um, it's just fun. Is the main thing, and it's it's not laugh at it fun. It's actually pretty cool. Mm. Uh, which is rare. Yeah. Uh, for Doctor Who. At this era, I mean. Yeah. Um, to have action scenes that are actually cool. Hmm. Colin's era. <laughs> wow. Um, some really good effects. I really like the plastic palettes that decorate some scenes. That's as they're going into cyber control, isn't yeah. it? A white plastic palette on the wall. Um, Euro no, spec. No, it's got a... I would like this to be a normal four-parter instead of like big chunks of two parts because I think it would help the pace a bit more because after a good chunk of episode two is just not yeah it's flicking between a lot of different um, characters and where they are who they're talking to but it seems to want to recap everything as they're going yeah I at least it seems like that it feels as if episode one did a lot of setting up but episode two didn't have enough time to resolve everything so it feels really oh it had too much time thrashed to sort of what are we going to do here with all of this that's been set up? Yeah. So it rattles along, as you say, mm. until... All right, now now's the time we can actually do stuff. Yeah. Once they've wasted 20 minutes. Yeah. So, which would be just an episode, wouldn't it? But did you, you enjoyed it? Yeah, I did enjoy it. I think it's a green. Have you got a favourite bit? Yes. Go on. I like the police bit uh, where uh, Colin... Jumps in the hole. Jumps in the hole and beats the policeman to a bloody pulp. Yeah. I, I think my one of my favourites is the start of episode two, mm. where they're outside the tombs, and then the like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All the well, I think two Cybermen smash through the windows. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, awesome. Um, and a lot of scenes with Lytton because he's just great. Yeah, he's really, really good. Uh, what about you? I when I was a wee nipper. This was one of my favourite Cyberman stories. Mm. I don't think it's one of my favourite Cyberman stories anymore, mm. but I still think it's really good fun. I'm never. I'm not quite sure why this gets the reputation of being a dud. Neither do I. Because, I, like I said, I've seen a lot of other stories that are really shit. Yeah. That don't have the same... I think there's a lot of memorable <laughs> moments in this. Mm-hmm. But, I quite easily watched it twice, pretty much. Yeah, which I rarely do with all two episodes. It's, uh, I think it's, I think it's pretty good. I think there's some memorable dialogue. I mentioned a couple of them. A lot of the stuff with the gang, with the the filthy. It's got a bus. 
E. Areva Sapphire. Just because you make the name Sapphire doesn't make it any no. more of a shithole. Less of a shithole. Yeah. Sapphire. I think there's Arriva a lot... Sapphire. <laughs> bus. I think there's a lot of memorable dialogue in this. What's your favourite bus company? Crosville. Now defunct. No. I think there's a lot of memorable dialogue in this. You don't need to ask me. What's yours? I, you don't need to don't ask me. One. I think there's a lot of memorable dialogue in this. Do you? Yeah. Um, a lot of the scenes with all of the robbers, with Russell and everybody, with all of the... He's allergic to Ireland. A mile in these boots. And all that sort of stuff. I think yeah. that's great. Yeah. Boys talk. I think it's directed really well. Uh, yeah. Uh, for me, the... the um, sewer stuff is too dark. It could be my set, or um, <laughs> TV set. Yeah, it could be my TV set, or it's just too dark. It is pretty dark. Yeah. Um, I think Colin is okay. I do like Colin. I like, Colin. but in this story, it feels like he's quite visibly acting. If you know what I mean. You've said you've said that Colin is the worst doctor for this where you can just tell he's acting. I think Colin is probably the only maybe Sylvester McCoy as well. Where they're quite noticeably acting. But it you can sort of you can deal you can gloss over it a little bit, but in this one it feels very much like Colin is acting. There's a couple of little asides that he does that are very stagey, mm. as in not stagey in a bad way. They're just very emphasised. Mm. He's quite boomy, isn't he? And he's it feels very big. Perry even quotes that he's got a loud voice. Yeah, yeah. I think Nicola Bryant's good. She's always good. Yeah, she's she's one of my favourite companions. But I think she's good in this. I think she's okay. She doesn't really do a lot. No. I like the boiler suit. You've said. Yeah. Um, I, like the, I like the boiler suit. Yeah. Um, the cryons are okay. Oh, they're crap. They feel like a very 60s monster. Yeah. They're, why are they here? Oh, they're just crap. They don't really do much of yeah, anything I mean, apart from help the Doctor save the world. Yes. But, apart, apart from saving the plot and uh, sorting it all out, oh, they don't God. do anything. I just don't like the idea of them. But I'm going to go green. I'm going to go green. Because I... Uh, uh, I suppose I could agree that it's a bit weak in some places. But I really enjoy it when I watch it. I always do. I've never watched this and sort of switched it off halfway. You know what I mean? Whenever I've put it on, mm. I've watched it all. Mm. Um, so yeah, it gets some points for that. I'd go green, green, green. Yeah, I'm thumbs go up from me. I think it's pretty good. Yeah. Aye. Should we move on? I would love to have a gaming podcast. Would yeah. Hmm. Every week, now every month, we do one episode. Yeah. Where our task is to play a game. Live. No, you. I give you a game to play. You give me a game to play. It'd work out expensive, though, wouldn't it? It's every month. Yeah, but still. If you have Game Pass, it's fine. The only problem with that, though, is that only one of us plays games. Yeah. Other than GTA. 
I only do GTA, yeah. And the other Me one on is that you'd hate it. Yeah. So <laughs> maybe that's something I can do in my spare time. <laughs> maybe. I think people would like that. It's, it's it's like Doctor Who, though, like, where it's a thousand. Uh, fandom's thick. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just As think... in dense, not stupid. Uh, should, we try, uh, should we play Battleships? Oh, can we? Do-do! Oh. Well, well, after last week's shit show debacle of an episode oh it was bad can we say that it was, can we yeah. say that now can we make it very clear it's depressingly bad wasn't it yeah this it was week? bad sorry about that don't so, listen to it don't um, listen to it don't listen to it don't do it don't so this week we have returned to play special battleships okay battleships episode something Matt Cochran was the last person to have a go he was would you like a go? It's all on you. So it's my go to try and shoot your battleship. Go on then. L. Nine. L9. Hmm. It's a miss. Oh, well. All right, yeah, miss. Missed. Oh, well. <laughs> Join us next week for another episode of... The most depression. That was a more sombre episode of Battleships, wasn't it? It was. It was. It was. And I think we all know why it start, the podcast is, is going on. Put on the brakes. It's slowing down. Because we're trying to get away from my episode this week. Episode. Yes. You know, when you don't want to do something, but you have to do it. Uh, this wasn't by choice. We have a new way of picking episodes, don't we now? Yeah. Episodes. Uh, which is the random generator. It is the randomizer. Which I don't really know if that's a good way of doing it. Anyway, because we don't know if all the episodes are on there. They should be. They uh, ought to be. Yes. Things like this are usually created quite well. Yes. But I suppose we better just go knee-deep into this. Uh, Horrific yeah. episode, that was mine. And I think this is the pinnacle of where Capaldi's era starts to go shite. What doesn't make any sense. This is where you start to really uncover what what makes Capaldi's era shite. Mm. Well, uh, what season is this from? This. Well, let me let me put the lay laid. Let me lay down the the gauntlet story. Yeah. In the forest of the night. Mm. It's it's season eight, episode ten. Air date was on the twenty fifth of October, twenty fourteen. Yeah. The writer was Frank, the director was Cherie, yeah. uh, the producer was Paul, and uh, the music was done by our lord and fucking saviour, <laughs> Moray. Uh, it's only one episode. It is. Feels like ten. Synopsis. One morning, in every city and town in the world, the human race wakes up to face... The human race wakes up to face the most surprising invasion yet. Mm. 
I'd say an invasion of Cybermen's pretty surprising. Pretty bad, that, isn't it? I suppose like, it's one you might expect, though, aliens. Mm. Everywhere in every land, a forest has grown overnight and taken back the Earth. It doesn't take the Doctor long to discover that the final days of humanity have arrived. Yes. So on a scale of 1 to 10, how much did you not like this episode? Um, I didn't mind it. I can't stand it. Um, it was okay. Why lying? I'm not lying. It was okay. It's horrific. Okay. Act one. Girl is apparently getting chased through the forest and the doc lets her in. The TARDIS, because reason... Why would, why would he do that? He's got a thing for kids, isn't he? Um, the TARDIS is stuck in London, and the doc realises that London has been taken over by the forest. Mm. Clara and Pink are in the middle of a school trip and decide to sleep overnight in the museum. What? what? Um, you're getting, like, uh, the did it suck bloke. Pardon? You know, the Doctor Who yeah, did it suck. Yeah, am that's, I? That's what you're like now. Why? That's what you're doing now. What am I doing? Why? You put, in this scenario, why would you sleep over at a fucking museum? Why would you do that? School trip. Yeah. Have you never done that? Yeah, slept over in a museum in, 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 in an exhibit. Yeah. Yeah, I've done that from yeah, time yeah, to time. Yeah, a few times. I, 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 I don't know just... how to put them in the museum without... This is uh, Frank talking. Yeah. How do I put them in the museum? already before the forest took over in the night. Moff is like, well, they stay over on school trips, don't they, in museums? I got the whole museum to myself. Do they? <laughs> Did you Moff it? Yeah. Oh. Okay. <sighs> awful. Awful, awful, awful. Can we talk about the the shots straight away? Feel free. What did you think of the cinematography in this? Because it's different. There's one standout shot. Go on. Towards the end of the story where we Go see on. the glow in the forest. You know, when we see like a shot of the trees and we see that like yellow glow. The sun. No, it's the twinkly people, I think, isn't it? After the them? scene with the wolves and stuff like that and, and the girl runs up the mountain. Yeah, where we like... see all the cobwebby trees and everything. And it's just a shot of, it's a wide shot mm. of the girl going across this mountain and there's like a big sun in the background. No. Not that one. Not that one. Because he reused that shot like three times. Um, it's a good shot though, yeah. I don't know. I, it was pretty poor shot-wise, I'd say. Not that I know now, a lot about it. And CGI was, wow. For some reason... Yeah. They decided to make a lot of the shots in this first person. Did you notice that? No. Did you not notice that? No. Hell of a lot of shots first person. Um, I think the most weird one was um, when Capaldi's asking all the kids on the TARDIS. Are you her? Are you yeah. thingy? Yeah. Very strange. Um, Can I point out one of the girls is Peppa Pig, isn't she? I don't know. The ginger one, is it? Not the main girl. The ginger one. The other girl. Yeah, it's is Peppa it the Pig. Ginger one? I think so. It sounds like a... It is Peppa Pig. Likes her puddles. It's... I'm allergic to child actors. 
these aren't actors. Because they're they're stage school Tories, aren't they? Yes. That's what they are. The the parents are pushy. Oh, he'd love to be an actor. Tabitha <laughs> absolutely adores Tabitha. acting. Oh, she loves it. She really comes uh, to her, uh, She comes into her own I've self. I've never seen a child come out of its shell faster. Uh, it's uncanny. I, I, I honestly... It only takes about an hour as well. Yeah, oh, yeah dreadful. Use I'd, your whole mouth, you cunt. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I can talk. I mumble. The, the shots are horrific in this. There there's is no di- there's no direction in, in it. Why would why in this particular episode would they choose to like do like do <laughs> talking like that? Why would they t- t- why but would why? they choose like I get the cinematographer. I, I wrote down the cinematographer. His name is um, Mark Garrett, and I know I get he hates tripods because I can't stand them. I hate tripods, but when you got to use them, you got to use them, and. It, uh, this episode reminded me of uh, like BBC dramas back in 2010s, in the 2010s. Very shaky. In, 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 Close-ups and incredibly shaky. Yeah. It's dramatic, you know. Is it? Mm. Is that what it's for? Is it for tension, is it? Yeah. It's really, Makes really you feel bad. like you're there. Especially in first person. Apparently. Why are we getting first person shots from the doctor's point of view? I don't know. There's a lot of shots like that, though. Um I, I don't understand, and I think the the, the worst offenders are the, the first few shots we get of the forest. Mm. I remember taking shots like that uh, for my GCSE level, uh, end of year I, level. Can I mention... It's gross and shite. The only mm. thing Mark Garrett... I'm not slagging off Mark Garrett, but uh, I will, because I, I think the job he did in this is bad. He did a bad job. Uh, for me. Mm. Doesn't tickle my pickle. Um, He did... Uh, the only notable nope, notable thing I can find that he did was a film called Your Highness. Right. Do you know that? Nope. Probably a good thing. Oh. Um, again, I'm I'm not... I hate when people like what you said. Uh, it Was it... What what was the, what's the YouTube channel? The, the Did It Suck? Yeah. Like, who the fuck is he to, you know, say all this? And I feel the same way when I slag off creators like this. Well, we Awful. said the same thing. You know when we had Tim... Yeah. To do the music one. We had to sort of... I think it's always best to sort of state your credential a little bit at the beginning before you slag something off. Yeah, like I've done barely anything yeah. in this. But I've done a lot to... Uh, a lot of work towards identifying why things are good and bad and stuff like that. I'm a behaviour expert as now as you well. You are a behaviour expert. I am. I've completed my course. You have. Certificate's on the way. So try Thank lying you. to me. Thank you, Scott. Thanks, Scott. Scott, you're awesome. Let's go, Rose. He does do that, doesn't he? Let's go, Russ. Let's go, yeah. What were we going to say? The forest. Uh-huh. Why? It's, it's in London, isn't it? Obviously. Land. It's all of the world. 1814 London town. Villagers tonight. Yep. Um, it's in London town. Yep. Oldie. Mm-hmm. Why? Trafalgar Square. Why don't we see any of the things that would be in London? I, really? Yeah. Well, you know the shot that I said before about what you know, the mountain shot, e- the hill shot, maybe. like where the, it's like sunset and the girls running. It's like a. Um, it's, I think it's one of the few times where he does use a tripod, mm. and it's just a wide shot of the girl going up the mountain. You see the forest and sun pacing through the forest. 
Right. Do you know that shot? I can't picture it now. Okay, well, it's used a few times. Um, but in what scenario in the middle of London City will you ever see a sunset like that? Well, I don't know. A but, lot but is I'm, thrown out the window with what this What I'm trying one. to get at... It's not in London. Well, well, the thing is, is what I'm trying to get at is even though it's in the middle of London, we see very little, very little. things. Where's the people? Where's the people? Where the Where's the cars? You know, this is overnight, isn't it? Hmm. And in the middle of the story, the animals supposedly have all escaped from London Zoo. Hmm. So if the trees have broken the animals out of their cages, hmm. why are there no trees breaking through houses and breaking through the museum and things like that? Yeah. And when all said and done, the solar flare's blocked by these, the forest. There's no damage hmm. after they've gone. No. It's fine. Very strange. It's just crap. I, th- I think the idea is Yeah, I, I like the idea. I think the CGI of the forest taking over all these cities, I thought it was good. Mm. Did you not think it was good? I thought it was quite convincing. I think the CGI is not good in this. Oh, examples. Okay. Holy moly. <laughs> Number one. The panther eyes... In the trees. In the bushes. Panther? Yeah. Is it a panther? I can't remember what it is. Is it a wolf? Yes. The wolf eyes in the bush. Mm. Hmm. Did you not... Were you not sick when that happened? When something's so bad, I tend to block it out. Mm. (laughs) And then... I thought how they had dealt with the wolves, chasing Clara and stuff, and the kid. Yeah. It was done okay. It's so obvious that they couldn't have been in the same shot at the same time. No. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and it's quite a crude way of doing it, I thought. Very simple way. Yeah. They are in the shot because we're going to tie the shots together so it looks like they're in the same scene. Mm. Why are you smiling? I'm not smiling. You are. You're smiling. <laughs> um, the other thing Sorry, was the fire when they try and set fire to the trees. Mm. Jesus yeah. Christ. Where are, are we in 2008 now, are we? Bad. Yeah. Bad. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. There's, I just thought there was a few moments where the CGI was questionable. Hmm. Hmm. Um, for a whole class school trip thing. There's not many kids, is there? It's pretty small, isn't it? <laughs> Christ. How many were in your X school? Is there, sir? Oh, Ask someone else. Why are you asking egg? me? What does he keep saying? Team. Yeah. Does he keep saying? Oh, no, I like Danny Pink. Uh, I like Danny Pink. I just hate when he's with kids. Sorry. Um, How many people, how many kids were in your class when you were in school? Mine was a really small school. Same. Um, Like, really small school. I know nowadays, uh, like, years are split up into a few classes. Yeah, yeah. Like, year three would be, like, two, three classes. Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, one, one class for each year. Uh, not all the seats will be filled, but still, we had good twenty odd people. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, right. Why? There was fourteen in my year in school. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. And secondary. But this is in the middle of London. Yeah, where you know, well, perhaps it's just like the after-school club, the science club. They're pretty thick as shit. For... Yeah, but do you know what I mean? It, it might be something like that, where it's 
Mr. Pink's oh, like, Fantastic Club. Oh, team. Oh, dreadful. I can't really understand, because they're doing maths, though, in one scene. Oh. Where's X? And then they're going to a natural history museum. It's just to remind us that all of these children that are in this story yeah. are school children. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the... I think... Remember when he said you'd like to see Kid Companions? You jinxed after that. Because I yeah, was just it, about to watch Capaldi's era and there's so many yeah, kids in it. It's. I will say, though, Capaldi is great. He's good with them. With the kids. Yeah, because yeah. he hates great. them. Uh, I've seen him better than how he acts in this one. Because he, he comes across as he likes them. I don't like that. Well, this is his first series, isn't it, I think? Is it his no. first season? No. Is it not? No. Apart from the fact that it is, yeah. It is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he is a lot different here to how he is like at the end of his run. Like season 10. Mm. Interestingly, Strangers in Space are doing season 10 as their next retrospective. I think oh I'd love you to send in oh, I would love your thoughts to. of it. Should we do it? Should we send yeah. in some feedback? Yeah, oh, it just means I have to watch it. Well, no, just general... Well, I'd have to watch it. I'll have to watch more of it. Yeah. What should I say? Because right. I bailed. Let's do it. It's crap. Um... The thing is, with with stories like this, this story is quite poor, isn't it? I'd say. Quite. It's... <sighs> One sec, he's on his phone. No, I'm just getting my notes up. Ah. I think... When you do what we're doing, which is watching the episodes separate from the series... Yeah. They feel a bit better. So stories that I've watched from Classic Who, yeah. mostly that I haven't been so fond of, when I watch them just selectively like this on their own, I usually think better of them. Right. I think when they're in a series, you've got to stick with the series. Now, New Who is probably the worst for this. So if you've got a bad series, say, season 10, Mm -hmm. and in your mind, if you don't enjoy the first episode, and maybe the second episode isn't as good... Even if there is something good in maybe episode three, four, five, six, whatever it is, you're just not going to enjoy it because it hasn't bought your goodwill. Do you know what I mean? So I think isolating the story is a better way to watch it. Instead of going on with, like, pre-de- predetermined expectations. Well, that's the thing, you know... A lingering side effect of the episode before. I think it's a bad... Th- that That's one of the main problems with Jodie's era. Yeah. is that the first episode tends to be not great. Mm. So then you're always a bit, oh, for the next one. Mm. And if the next one isn't, if episode two isn't very good, yeah. you're sort of like, well, the first one was shit, the second one was crap, bet the third one is as well. And you'll find something in that third episode that you don't like. So it's like, well, first one was crap, second one was crap, third one had that stupid fucking thing in it. Whereas if you just watched it in isolation, like if you took maybe not Rosa, because that's a bad example. If you took uh, Fugitive of the Jadoo, I didn't didn't like that when it came out, but I'm sure if I saw that isolated rather than from watching it through the series, Mm. I would have probably thought better of it. Because the series... Can you give it that, though? Because isn't that like an album? Maybe. I suppose like, it's supposed to be watched that way, isn't it? With the arcs, I suppose. Because if you watch, if you listen to a whole album, sometimes the songs just drift into one each other, and you just forget what you listen to. If you sl- have a select song, yeah, suddenly it stands at its own. 
Maybe. Yeah. I suppose you're right. Oh, Chibis is a fucking c- and we shouldn't give him anything. Wow. Well, it's Moppet, isn't it? Good. Yeah, it's Moppet. 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 Oh. Anyway. I like your thoughts, Harold. Well, I don't know. I just thought... They opened my mind. <laughs> it's a shit. Um, I'm a time lord, not a childminder. Do you want to tell the writers that, Capaldi? Oh, they wrote it. What the fuck? Oh, God, I hate it. They're so woke about their own things. They're so meta, aren't they? Yeah. But they'll still churn out shite. I really, really hate what they did to Capaldi. They bent him over. And, um, I put even TARDIS wiki... Sc- oh, yeah. So reading the synopsis on TARDIS wiki, like the summary, the yeah. only did summary, it skips a lot of this episode. Like, it can't be fucked with it. Waste of time in it. Okay. Not TARDIS wiki, just this episode. Anyway. I just thought... I'd, I'd never seen TARDIS wiki. Like, they're usually quite anal about getting yeah, everything do, down. Yeah, they'll do, yeah. But they skipped an entire bit about, um, I think it's when all the talks about when they should split up. And oh, I'll, I'll do Act 2 because we're getting on to Act 2 now. Also, how do you spell Maeve? No idea. I've never heard that name before. Do you want me to tell you how you spell Maeve? Can I guess? Yeah. M-A-I-E-V-E? M-A-E-B-H. Oh, like Neve. N-I-M-B-H. Or however you spell it. Hey. So that was interesting. Act wow, I've written written no notes after that. Act two. <laughs> they exit the museum and we get a planet. No. Act two. They exit the museum and we get a planet of news on screen telling us that the a planet of new. Oh yeah, yeah. Weird fucking choice. Act two. They exit the museum and we get a planet of news on screen telling us that the world cities are overrun by forests. Do you remember this? Yeah. yeah. New Who does that a lot, doesn't it, with news? Dump it in. Yeah. Just dump it in. Can't be arsed. Dump it in. We need a way we can, you know. Info dump. Yeah. Info dump. A literal, it's not even a news station. It's just a planet, a CGI planet. Yeah. And then news stations going around it. And it oh, it's awful. Uh, the trees have no rings, so they must be brand new. Okay. Yeah. They all go into the TARDIS and work things out. The girl from the beginning, Maeve, drew a pic of the forest and the sun is fucking it. The doc finds it and tries to find out who drew it, but the girl has gone missing. Mm-hmm. That's when you get the first person cameras and stuff like that. You get more of it, I mean. Um, so Clara and the doc go find her. Mm. And this is where, because Pink and the kids have to do something. Danny Pink. So they decide that they have to run after Clara because the kids convince Pink that she can't go alone because she might get hurt. So that's why Pink leaves the TARDIS with the kids. Also, why does Capaldi just leave? Oh, it's don't do Maeve's thing. Do you want to talk about that? Uh, yes. I feel like all they said is just act like this flies around you. It, that's it's, all they told It's them. uncomfortable. It's so strange. It's uncomfortable. I put down the kids tapped. Yeah, but it's just uncomfortable. It feels a bit unnecessary. It turns out that a sister went missing, so that's why... But she's not missing at the end, is she? She was just in a bush. <laughs> is that the idea? I don't know. It's just, it's, I think it's a gift. Or is she... Oh, right. I think the it's a gift have... from the forest for letting them abuse and use Maeve right. for so long. I'll scratch your back. Yeah. 
Involuntarily. And we'll steal your sister. Bring her back, I mean. <laughs> uh, I feel like... Oh, do you remember the... Well, we'll get to that. No, we'll talk about it now, because it can't be asked. Uh, do you remember that, where the, the daughter shows back up again? Yeah. And the mum's like, oh, you're back. Well, you know that actress? She's not that fussed. It's Sue Ann Morris, isn't it? Yeah. The actress. Yeah. She's... It's uh, pretty big. Well, my drummer, Ed... Yeah. He, she was in his film, Dark Signal. No. And she was at Ed's oh, birthday. Yes. So, and she's lovely. Yeah. She went and got my burger because I was a bit nervous no. to go and get it. She's lovely. Well, I'll have really to nice. go ask her why she decided to not... I act, reckon we like, could get Sue on. But unfortunately, she'd have to talk about this story. <laughs> could get Gareth David Lloyd. He was in Ed's film as well. Is he in Doctor Who? He's in Torchwood, isn't he? Gareth David Lloyd. He's probably been in Doctor Who as well as a cameo. Hmm. I think he has, yeah. Oh, he has in Journey's End, Stolen Earth, I think. Journey's End, Stolen Earth. The Davros one where he comes back. Mm. Um, Ed's got his contacts, you know. I bet he has. Yeah. I bet he has. And he's talked to Ed. Yeah. Give me a job. Have a word. The the way that mum acts. Yeah. No fault was the actress, Suzanne. Suzanne. Sue Ann. Sue Ann. Sue Ann. Welsh. Yeah, she, yeah. Sue Ann. Sue Ann. Sue Ann. Sue Ann. Baby shark. Do, do, no. Do, do, no. Do. no. Sorry. Anyway, Sue Ann. It's not Sue Ann. 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 No, no, no. It doesn't matter. The actress doesn't. No. That character. Maeve's mum. Maeve's mum. Right. Maeve's mum. Siwan. Yeah. Mm. Her reaction to seeing her daughter again. Yeah. It's just, oh. She's there. It's like there's a special offer on it next. Yeah. Oh. That's in the middle aisle at Aldi this week, is it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, a fire pit. <gasps> For £15. Fuck. Crap. Uh, I don't know if, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, the doc starts to think that the trees have something to do with an invasion. Mm. Pink and all the kids go and find Clara for some reason. The girl leaves breadcrumbs and the doc encounters men burning trees. Right. Mm. They work out that the girl must be connected to all the trees. Some wolves chase the girl and then the doc... This is just... These wolves and tigers come about because there's no monsters. What? You know what I mean? If it weren't for them, there'd be fuck all happening. Yeah. Just be walking simulator. It, yeah. Um, it's not even a great scene. Oh, a fence stops them. Oh, no. A flashy torch. The girl leaves breadcrumbs and blah, 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 blah. They work out that the girl must be connected to the guys. I've said that. Some wolves chase the girl and then the doc and Clara. Yeah. A pig tiger shows up and scares the wolves away. Pink flashes at the tiger and it goes away. Mm. Away, away, away. Then comes back and mauls a lot of them. Right. I think I wrote that because that's what I wanted to wanted Wanted to happen. Yeah. yeah. Um, I stop writing notes now because I don't know what else to say. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what to say. It's the first time like I generally don't know. Um, it seems like they've, they've they know what they wanted to do and they've kept to it the whole way through. The idea is clever. Not, 
genius. Of, well, <laughs> it's it's clever of having the animals released as the threat. Because up until this point, we're not quite sure what the threat is. There's just trees. Are the trees aliens? What's like what's going on? Mm. So having the monsters, uh, the monsters, having the animals released is a nice sort of attention thing, but it's not executed very well. Mm-mm. And it's resolved a bit pathetically. Mm. So it sort of sets it up, but then just deflates. Yeah. It's a bit of a sigh. Yeah. Well, we've done that bit now, so yeah. we'll do this bit. They've had their little time of action. Yeah. Now let's move on. So... Um, and they're not in the same scene together. They're not. No, no. But I, ju- I, don't, I don't really know what to say, because... Because it's crap. No. <laughs> mm, it is. No, no. I, I don't want to say it's crap, because... That's what everybody thinks I'm going to say. We're going to say it's absolutely shite. shite. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I mean, it was watchable. It was very watchable. I haven't finished Act 3 yet. I know, but just it was it was very watchable and it was quite funny because there was... No. I think it was. The Doctor was barely in it. I was going to say that. Is he in this? No. Right. And then Clara is all the big I am at the end. I can't bear Clara and Danny uh, together. together. They don't last long anyway. Well, it's just, it's the same thing with Amy and Rory. If you're mm. going to do a couple, either make them like each other or not. It's just... Well, they like each other. Oh, no, they have a better well, they have a better Amy and, Bob, yeah, and definitely. Bob and Rory. Because that's just abuse. I, I hate that era. I can't stand Matt it. Smith's. Yeah, I can't stand it. I think if you just had a different companion. We did, Clara. It was much better. Yeah. I think she's better with Capaldi, though. Yes. But she's been in the show longer, so... Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. I think she's be- best with Maeve. Not Maeve. Me. Not me. What's Ed Shielder. Yeah, what's a real name? I don't know. Daisy something? No. Maisie. Maisie Williams. She had her time in those years. She was huge at that point, yeah. wasn't she? Because not... I remember Maisie Williams being announced that she was going to be in Doctor Who, mm. and it was like, yeah, I don't know, like think, he, he is, yeah, I don't know. I think Game of Thrones had its final season, and it affected all the, the those actors' careers, yeah, because it was terrible. Well, she doesn't do anything anymore, does she? None I don't of the, mean to none be... of, no, none of the act- those actors do. I don't think because they all had. Their time, didn't they, when the Game of Thrones was on? Because Maisie was in a lot of things. Uh, I don't know the real actors' names, but like Jon Snow. He was in like a film called Pompeii, and he was in other stuff. I think the uh, the one... It got, oh, you've got... I think the only one that's still going, but to be fair, he had other things to do before Game of Thrones, I think. Um, I can't remember his name. Aquaman. Yeah. Do you know the guy who plays Aquaman and Aquaman? The long-haired man. Yeah. He's, he's, he's still doing stuff. Um, but yeah, it was just unfortunate. And looking back on those episodes with, with, with Ed Shielder in it, it's just a bit... It's because Game of Thrones, isn't it? Well, apparently, Maisie Williams is an internet entrepreneur now. Right, so she's on TikTok. I don't know. She's in The New Mutants. 
is the last thing she was in in 2020. Really, that's not amazing. I think it's okay. And she was in The Owners. No idea. She's just got one of those faces that you cannot detach from that certain character. Yeah. It's, it's unfortunate. Some can, some can't. Can I ask why Daniel Radcliffe is... It's also right, though. There she is. How old is Daisy? Uh, uh, no. 26. 24. Okay. Why does Daniel Radcliffe insist that he does roles where he's an American? I don't know. I don't think Daniel Radcliffe's a great actor. I don't either. I think he's pretty bad, to be honest. Um, I think the whole of the Harry Potter cast. Yeah. Well, well uh, uh, Emma Watson's done now. She's she's retiring from acting oh, at she? least for a bit. Yeah. Um, I don't mean to do like another plug. Yeah. The Strangers in Space recently did a Harry Potter rewatch. Okay. Of the first three. They're Harry fantastic. They're so funny. The first three Harry Potter films, because Jay has never seen them. No. And I've only seen the first one. They are and garbage. Clips. But then again, they're not. They're well made, to be fair. They're crap. I think and then crap. on the other flip side, they are crap. I think they're absolutely crap. If you didn't watch them when they came out, don't bother. I don't even think don't it's bother. that, is it? It's, I th yeah, I got huge nostalgia for them. I think the actors are dreadful. They are, yeah. And the problem is, the kids are so bad <laughs> that the fact there's some huge creme de la creme British actors in Harry Potter mm. makes it even worse because it's like, look at these really good actors. Mm. But they're not the main ones. No. These three are. It's like a load of year sevens who do yeah. drama club. Yes. Yes, it is. Yeah. I need to rehearse. I have to skip maths because I have to rehearse because I need to sing an assembly that. tomorrow. And they'll voice about it to the whole class. Yeah. And oh, I've got yeah. rehearsals, well, so I can't. I can't. I can't do it. Sorry. And sir, even because... if you hate them, you're still jealous that they get out of it. I hated it. <sighs> them. Yeah, I if like you're year seven in, in doing acting, you know, good for you, good on you, but don't be a dick about see, it. See, my school used to use me Ooh. as like a prop for you know, when people come around the school and you want to make the school look good. I'm not trying to be thingy, yeah. I could play the piano pretty well by the time I was in hmm. high school, hmm. so they always used to sort of like wheel me out as like, Well, we're having a function today, can you play the piano? Because hmm. otherwise, it's like little Johnny with his violin. Or harmonica. Yeah. Not harmonica, yeah, flute. You know, some, Recorder. Dread, some dreadful stuff. Recorder. Whereas they wanted something that would be a bit more... Look at what our students do. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't mean to... I don't want it to come across sort of trumpet blowy, but they'd always wheel me out for that sort of stuff. Yeah. And it pissed off all the sort of drama, arty-farty people. Mm. Because they'd say, well, if you want to take, if you want to have the lesson before the event off to go and re practice ready, feel free. You know, we can get you out of that lesson so you can practice before you need to do the thing. And I'd always say no. Because why? why would I want, why? If you need to practice just before you're about to do it, you're not very you haven't good. practiced. Ah, uh, I see. So, yeah. Why did that piss off the drama students? Because they they make a point of having to do that because it seems as if, like, we're so good. Um, yeah, I can, I can see that they need some practice beforehand, like rehearsals. 
from there. Just get into character. I say this for any students that go for their exams. Yeah. Don't practice on the day of your exam. Because if you need to practice on the day of your exam, you you're not ready. No. And if you're going to do... A, it's like... If I turn up to Are do... Are saying it's not good to practice on the day of your exam? Yeah. I don't think it benefits, really. Warming up. Well, warming up, yeah, but not like practicing it. It's like by that a, point, you should have practiced already. And yeah, you, you should know, know exactly what you're yeah. going to do. Oh, it's like if we t- if I turned up to a gig, mm. say my band rock up at a wedding, it's like, well, we need to be there. Usually we get there like four hours early to set up and make sure everything's right. Mm. But it'd be like turning up, setting up and saying, right, we're going to run the set list once just to go over it. Well, you don't know it enough then, do you? If you need to run through the set list. You do a sound check. What's this got to do with the Harry Potter trio and the kids in this? Uh, what? I don't know. What was the point? That they're, they're just drama students from school. Yes. And they're that type of... Yes. Well, I need to, I need to do it. I've got to take the time out of it. For, anyway. In the forest of the night, that's actually in the day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what the hell is that about? <laughs> Every time we see the forest, it's in the day. I get that it, 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 you know, the forest came about in the night. Yeah, but yeah, I know. It, yeah, it sounds good though, doesn't in it? In the forest of the night, yeah. In the, in the forest, forest of, of the day, day doesn't sound quite as good. Mister Day, in the forest of Mister Day, in Mister Day's forest. He doesn't like this episode. He doesn't. No. So it's Mister Day's forest. Act three. Later, the girl has a meltdown and. The flies fly out of her arse. They explain they are the fly force of the tree. At this point, I just knew that this was a dud. Move on. I zoned out. This is the first time watching. I've watched it like three times. It gets said a lot, doesn't it, of mid-season fillers. All the Capaldi's is filler. <laughs> it's like they're just doing whatever they can just to this move past this, this doctor. That's how they're treating it. Not all the time. We've said this with Mark Cockrum. It's not all the time. Sometimes, you know, they let Capaldi shine. They give him a yeah. good chance. It's like they hate him. Yeah. It's like they hate it's, him. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I do. <laughs> I know everything. Uh, they explain that they are the life force of trees, blah, blah, blah. The Doc and team all go to the TARDIS to stay safe from the fl- flare. Why don't they just stay there anyway? They didn't find or saw anything apart from that one girl. Well, the, n- the nobody flies. does anything, really, no, do they? No one does anything. Even it just... Clara says to the doc that the human race will save her for once. Hang on, Clara. The doc's figured out this whole thing for you guys. He knows about the flare. He's figured out what the forest is there for. He's figured out everything. Now you're going to step in and say, I've got Uh, this. The thing is, it's supposed to feel like quite a profound thing, that, isn't it? Of sort of, well, you've helped us so many times. It's our chance to return it. But the you don't do anything. Don't do anything. <laughs> the for- the only thing they do... Let me read on. Even though he did all the work, yeah. The doc goes away and comes back quickly because he realises that these events have happened before. Mm. What's that got to do with anything? Because I thought you already knew that the trees were there because the, the sun fl- it's a block to sun flare. What does it matter that they were there before? Because he just spoke to the life force. Yeah. I don't get what that has to do with anything. Anyway. They stopped the earth from destroying the trees because the tree... What? They stopped the earth from destroying the trees 
Oh yeah, because at this point, people uh, people around the earth are trying to destroy the trees, aren't they? Yeah. In the series, like uh, with Kill the Moon, what is it about trying to get, trying to bring across the fact that the whole earth is doing something all at the same time? Remember in Kill the Moon, where it's like turn on the lights, turn off the lights, and we'll decide yeah, if we want we're to... all linked. Why it's does like it keep doing this? Fuck off, Alexa, yeah. for the Earth. Like. I don't know if you've ever heard this term, but I can't remember what it is. <laughs> it's something like too much. Too much. Isn't I've heard that too much. People say that about... Too much of a thing is... Oh, what am I trying to too say? Too much of a good thing. It's not good. Basically. I don't know what you... Yeah. These big grandeur... Did you hit the mic? I didn't hit the mic. You did? I didn't. The big grandeur yeah. plot points mm. over the top. The whole world's involved with this. Yeah. The whole world. Everybody knows. Everybody. Everybody knows. You've got you know, Walking Dead doing small time character studies. You've got House doing patient by patient episodes. I like House. I love House. In this series, we deal with the whole world and the universe, and we're going to do it every single episode. We're all we as can't. one. It doesn't work. It, it doesn't work. It doesn't bother me as much as it seems to bother you. I hate it. Yeah. Because they could spend that time to actually discuss... Do the plot? Move it forward? What's a plot? <laughs> I, I don't know what the obsession is with this, and I think it stemmed from Matt Smith's uh, season five finale. Mm. Where everything has to involve the entire world or universe, instead of what classic a localized yeah. place, um, and what uh, Russell T Davis's era did quite well. I, su- I suppose it's to give it a sort of a bigger scope of. But we this don't is see how big it. The threat is we don't see it. the only bit of the whole it's rest in of the world. Comment isn't it? Yeah, normally, and the only thing we saw of the rest of the world was that spinning planet at the beginning with all the news. Yeah, it doesn't. You can't just say it. You may as well just get up on a stage, and say this episode is the best episode ever, and you will love because it because I say so. Yeah, yeah. There you go. That's it. Mm. You don't have to say it. Crap. Uh, it irks me things like that. It really does. Mm. Where if you think. London's been taken over by forest. Yeah. It's a walking simulator. All they're doing is walking. Yeah. Does that not screen character development for you? Because Clara is be a and adopted, to slow it down. Yeah. They've just come from um, having quite the arguments and stuff like that. And, yeah. Because um, this is episode 10, so it's near the end now. This could have been Clara's and the doctor's time to just have a talk. And it should have been just those two. Yeah. Should have been just those two. Because I think it'd be a lot scary if it was just those two up against wolves, tigers, meeting people, burning things, trying to investigate the whole thing together. Yeah. But instead of having those character building moments, which I think they really, really could have done, and it would have been a much better episode, they add a whole class of kids, have yeah. the plot point of Maeve losing her sister, which is just thrown away, and have Danny Pink there for, be, no to, for to be a childminder. It's, what a wasted yeah. opportunity. It doesn't make any sense of where they're trying to go with this episode. Besides what you said at the beginning, it's just a cool idea mm. to have the forest there. Nice idea. 
that hasn't been thought of. No, really. and that is Capaldi's <laughs> era. That's my issue with it. Yeah, hasn't it's, nuggets. It's a nice idea, completely wasted a lot yeah. most of the time. Mm. It really, really annoys me. Really annoys me. It's okay because I love Capaldi. I was so ex- <laughs> I was so excited. I remember when I was finishing up Matt, Matt's yeah Matt's uh, series is is his era. Yeah, and I was so excited. Oh, bless. Oh, well. Ah, well. Ah, well. Um, anyway, so the kids band together and ask the world. The kids ask the world to, don't burn down the trees. Yeah. And they all listen to these kids for some reason. Little flies. Um, and yeah, so they all stop. The solar flare hits. They hide in the TARDIS and then... It blocks, the trees block the solar flare. They all burn off. They all burn off. That's how it works. And uh, there you go. Mm. And we're not left with devastation, as no. you would assume. No. There'd be holes where well, it seems all the, the trees, trees came. can birth a human, like her sister back. She just hid in the bush for ages. Yeah. Uh, I'm guessing they can fix windows. And, oh, maybe, maybe. And put all the tigers back in the zoo. Because and... I assumed... That they were in some sort of a time pocket where this was happening. Mm. Nobody else was aware of it because they're all frozen or something. Mm. But no, it's day-to-day life and the only people on the streets of London are eight kids, Mm. two teachers, Mm. the doctor Mm. and one parent on a bike. Any plot points on why the trees are helping? Because we basically massacred trees for generations now. Butchered them. Forests. Yeah. Miles and miles of trees. But they still save us. Oh, well. I, I just don't get it. I really don't get it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Big, fat, red. No. Yeah, I'm going to go no, red. No, 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 no. This is one of the worst episodes of Capaldi's era. It's very thin. I will say... Oh? I will say, when I watch this with my other half... She thought it was brilliant. Why? Well, if she was here now, she's not dead. If she was here now, she'd tell you. She's in Manchester, isn't she? She is. So she's quite a few miles away now. So maybe next episode, I'll tell you why. Please do. Yeah. She thought it was great. Because there is no next time for next episode. Are you going red, by the way? Yeah, I'm going red. Um, Should we do some feedback first? Because it doesn't matter yeah, what we think. It doesn't matter think. what we think. Um, which one to press? Send us your feedback. Send us your feedback. Send us your feedback. Send us your feedback. Come on, Murray. Send Do some uh, orchestrated. Okay. <laughs> so we've got a little bit of feedback for this. Only a little bit. Not too much. So first up is Mark Cockrum. Hello, Mark. Hi, Mark. I hope you're doing okay. Oh. When I was a kid watching Attack of the Cybermen for the first time, 
I thought it was exactly what Doctor Who should be. It was creepy yeah. in the eyes of a 12-year-old. Yeah. Had the Doctor playing about with the chameleon circuit, which was fun. Yeah. The cryons seemed a bit weird and annoying. I really liked the Bates and Stratton subplot. Michael Atwell showed up again that year in a vem- very memorable production of Oliver Twist, produced by Terence Dix. Oh. Please, sir. However, in later viewings, I found it's consistent... Constant. However... In later viewings, I found its constant harking back to old continuity to be quite irritating. The torture scenes were completely unnecessary. I'd completely forgotten who Lytton was and that he'd been in a previous story. Brian Glover and the guest cast make it tolerable. Tolerable. Can't say it. Tolerable. And Mark has this to say about T-F-O-T-N or... I-T-F-O-T-N. Oh, it's I, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, in the forest of the night Aye. I'm in the minority <laughs> I'm in the minority that doesn't actively hate I-T-F-O-T-N full stop dubious advice about telling a child to stop taking medication aside forgot, forgot to say yeah, about that yeah. awful it's an opportunity for Peter Capaldi to shine he's really great with kids like Hartnell a grown up who's acts, who acts childishly um, no, 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 you, you don't like this one. It can be you? a kid's show without having a literal Child. class yeah. of, of, of kids. Oh, that's a Stephen Moffat little joke there, isn't it? Class. Wait. The Doctor Who spin-off class. That dreadful series. Don't know. Oh, well. Don't know what that is. Don't look at it. I won't. Uh, 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 uh. I've said this before. Go on. And this is all, I'm going to leave this episode here with, with this comment. Okay. I'm guessing they involved so many kids in in earliest in the early year of Capaldi because they were afraid that because he's an old man, kids won't respond to it. Interesting. Neither the Time nor the Space Podcast at Time nor Space Pod on Twitter says, if I remember correctly, we didn't like in the Forest of the Night. I get it was trying to use sci-fi as a means of highlighting environmental issues, but did it have to be so boring? Yes. Yes, it did have to be so boring. <laughs> red, red, red. Red, all red. Blood red. So, yeah. Thanks for those bits of feedback. Thanks for the feedback. Now, I suppose all that remains is for us to say what we're going to be doing next time. Would you like... Should we say what stories we'll be doing in a couple week of after. weeks' time. Because next week we're going to be doing something a little bit different. Very different. Mm. So on Sunday the... Let me have a look. On Sunday the 25th, tomorrow, mm. Mm. there's going to be the Comic-Con panel with Jody and Mandip and... Um, a special guest. Chris Chibnall, plus a special guest. So hopefully there's going to be some new series news so next week, we're going to be discussing what happens in that panel. Is it an actual panel or is it going to be online? It's online. Oh, so they're going to be at their homes. Yeah, yeah thing. So um, we're going to be discussing what's happening on that. Mm-hmm. Um, probably we'll be discussing our predictions for the next series. Mm-hmm. If anybody's, if anybody has any predictions for the series, please email oh, them. Oh, do. We can talk yeah, about it. Please email them in. That'll be interesting. Um, also... 
we're going to be joined by a guest. A guest? We are, your friend. My friend. Your friend, Ben. My friend, Ben. They're going to be joining us to uh, talk about the link, supposedly. Supposedly. Uh, Sorry, well, not the link. The supposed parallels between Doctor Who and Loki, the Marvel You know that's what it is. I thought it was Loki in my head before I said it. Loki. Yeah. Um, And their general thoughts on Doctor Who as well. Aye. And also, we're going to be discussing the recent Guardian... um, Oh, yes. uh, ...article Mm. about why Doctor Who should stop. And that uh, article did bring up the fact that... uh, That article did bring up um, Loki as well. Yeah. And how Marvel and sci-fi, how it, that deals with sci-fi, yeah, uh, will lead to the demise of Doctor Who. Well, so Ben will be talk about that as well. We'll right? discuss that next week. Yes. It's going to be an action-packed episode. So yeah, this week. so That's for next week, yeah, nice. So if anybody has, I'd love to hear mm. if you were given the job as a showrunner for the next series season. What would you do? You can bullet point it, but I'd love to hear... Oh, genuinely, I think we should do that as well. Say what we'd do. But yeah, so if anybody I'd, I'd wants to send in what you'd do as the showrunner, you give them free mm. reign, you can do what you want, cast who what you want, do whatever. I'd love to know. I'll, yeah, I'll tell Ben as well to do that. Yeah, I'd love to hear you what, what you'd plan. Mm. Um, if anybody else has any thoughts about the panel... The com- if any, if anybody has any thoughts about the Comic Con panel, which will have aired yesterday, if you're mm. listening to this on when it comes out on Monday, um, send us in what you thought about that and the reveal of whatever's supposedly happened. Could you believe that got revealed? I know, bloody wow. hell! What about that? And if anybody has any views on when the Guardian, Jody's thing came off, I oh know, my god, Christ! And if anybody has any views on the Guardian article as well, send those in. Uh, preferably by email, but I'll probably put a post. Best dad. We'll put a post on Twitter. We'll schedule it um, just to say uh, your thoughts for next thing. I don't want to put like a dickhead in front of Ben. Yeah, I don't know. We'll put. We'll put. We'll find some means, but ideally, please email. Um, I was going to mention something else. Also, have you got any thoughts about who the special guest will be? Obviously, because we don't know yet, because this is Saturday. Rose. Billy Piper. You think it's going to be Billy Piper? Yeah. I think it's David Tennant. Oh, there's lots of rumours about Tennant coming back, isn't there? Is there? Yeah, I saw saw it on on the news, I think. No. Yeah, 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 that Tennant was going to... It might have been a dream. I don't dream about random shit about that. I'm I'm sure it's like he's rumoured to come back. Or like he's even confirmed. I am sure I saw it. Have a look. See, when I see news like that, I don't, I don't even bother telling you because I'm just assuming you already know. Oh, he's coming back to do audio dramas. Still. Oh, God, I need a wee. I don't know. Um, oh, I need a wee. Do you know what I find sometimes it just hits. Yeah. You need a wee now. You go to the toilet oh, and then... I can't move. You go to the toilet now and then oh. I'll get your thought. You th- so you genuinely think it's going to be Billy Piper? No. All right, okay. Go to the toilet and then tell me I who you think. I can't move. If I move, you'll have something to clean up. I'll be too busy crying. 
It's passing now, it's all right. I've seen some speculation that it's going to be John Barrowman. Why would it be John Barrowman? What do you mean, why? Well, I mean, he's done stuff. ITV have just announced that he's coming back to Dancing on Ice. Fucking hell. So you can get away with anything, can you now? Well, I'm not saying anything. I am. I, I just think if it is, it would make sense, not make sense if it was John Barrowman, it would make sense the whole secrecy thing to sort of to sort of let it all blow over, announce it as a special guest, mm-hmm. and then when it comes back that he's coming back on the telly, mm. and then we find out on the day that it's him, mm. it might soften the blow. Because obviously... No one seems to care. I don't think nobody cares. Nobody... I think... <laughs> oh, for God's sake. I'll answer this. I need a poo. And a wee. Sorry, Harold. All right. You finish your thought. I come there. Okay. So yeah, whilst Luke's just gone to the toilet, I'm just going to voice my thoughts, I think. I think it would sort of make sense if it's... Uh, not not necessarily make sense. But if it was John Barrowman, it would sort of add up that they're going to say it's a special guest, maybe cover up the fact that it's him and it might soften the blow. I'm not sure. I'm really not sure whether it would be. Rightly or wrongly, I don't know. My suspicion is that it's David Tennant. Um, I've just got this niggling feeling in the back of my head that I haven't seen the back of him and we're going to see him swallow many a burp in the future. And maybe he's the he's the doctor that's going to save our souls. Aye. Ah, oh, well. Wow. So yeah, I've said my thoughts. So, what are your predictions for who the guest will be? I don't know. Have you not got any ideas who you no think it I- could be? No idea. I haven't seen Jodie's series, so... I th- I'm, I think it's either going to be David Tennant, or it will be underwhelming. I'm going to go with underwhelming. It's going to be, we're welcoming back the script editor from... <laughs> Moffat's on his way back. Oh, shit. No, I don't, I don't. I don't know. Or it'll be Joe Martin. It's going to be something. It's going to be somebody like this, I think. Okay. So, well, we'll find out tomorrow. I I don't have no idea. I'll yeah. just be guessing. That's why I said Billy Piper because I fuck knows. I don't know. Yeah. So anyway, that's what we're doing. Rory on the next. Ep- oh fuck! Isn't <laughs> it? That's what we're going to be doing on the next episode. So if you've got any thoughts on either any of those topics, please email them in. We will put something on Twitter probably. Well, you will. I ain't doing it. Um, so, just for reference, I'm just going on the randomizer now. We'll tell you what stories we're going to be doing the week after, just in case we forget to do it on the end of the next next story. So, Luke, do you want to go first? Is yours bad? Uh, no comment. Mine is se- season three his face <laughs> episode one smith and jones it's martha's first story have we not done this one i've got it in my head that we've done it i think but... we talked to... have we done it smith and jones no no we haven't no. no uh so just when it seemed it would be yet another chaotic day managing her family disputes martha jones finds trouble waiting for her at work 
Trapped on the moon, the space rhinos looking looking for a criminal and the air is running out she will have to come to trust a seemingly mad stranger calling himself the doctor but can the 10th doctor save the day this time I hope they kiss in that one Uh, I don't think they do do they yeah okay so that's yours Smith and Jones Jones. for my story we're heading to season 24 Serial 4. A Sylvester McCoy. Yes! It's Dragonfire. That sounds cool. As trouble brews on the space trading colony of Iceworld, the Doctor and Mel encounter their sometimes ally, Sabalong Glitz, and a new friend who goes by the name Ace. This is the first story? Hmm. First story for me as well. Hey. First story companions. Wow. Companion stories. So, yeah. So, we're heading to Iceworld and we're heading to the moon. We talked about this not too long ago, this yeah. episode, because it's, it's Martha's best. This is, a, yeah, I think this so. is when she, she should be the companion. She, she yeah. She's the companion she should be throughout the whole series. So, that'll be not next week, the week after. August podcast. No. Yeah. Yeah, so well, next week's though as well, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, second week of August. First week, I don't know. Anyway. So, uh, yeah. So next week we're going to be talking about those topics that we discussed. The week after that we're doing Dragonfire and Smith and & Jones. So if you've got any thoughts on those as well, you can send that in. And there we go. I think that's it. I think that's all we've got time for this week after, well, Pope pre-edit, it's four hours long. No way. So... Why is it so long? I don't know. Oh, because the old, last week's episode is at the beginning as well. Ah, so you got a good half hour there. Yeah, probably. So it's three and a half. Big one. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. Um, you can get in touch with us all the normal ways, apart from Twitter. Apart from Twitter, uh, I think I've said that enough now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you want to get Are in touch, you sure you want to ask Twitter? Yeah. Definitely sure. Yeah. So I'll leave all this in. Yeah, leave it in. Yeah, hundred percent. Right. I don't want anything to do with it. Well, I'm editing the day tomorrow, so you sleep on it. Let me know. I'll sleep on it, but I've made my decision. So there we go. There we are. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Um, thank you, Matthew Tyrrell, for sending in your thoughts of Doctor Who. That he likes it, but just not as much as yeah. Wanking. Um, and there we go. And there we are. Thank you for listening, everybody. Thank you to everybody who sent in feedback. Thanks for the support from everybody. And I'd like to thank my. Leave a like, subscribe, oh, comment. Yeah. Don't, forget, don't forget to hit the bell. You can notify it on any new episode. Oh, God. But anyway, yeah. It so, really helps us out, guys. Make sure you hit that like button. Yeah. Anyway, enough, thanks very much, everybody. All right. We shall see you next week. You can send us your feedback and comments by contacting us on Twitter at Who Can Convince or send us an email to Who Can Convince You at gmail.com. You can also send us some audio feedback either as an attachment in an email or you can visit speakpipe.com forward slash Who Can Convince You. 
be sure to leave us a rating and a review in your podcast platform to help people find us. Honestly, I feel I must have lost a stone just sat here. It feels like the Hills of Eyes. I feel like, do you know them? Have you ever seen Hills of Eyes? I've seen them all. I've seen them all. <laughs> I've seen them all. I have. Oh, Emma. You're the man who, like, in the back of his chair like that, and his head's like hanging over the back of his mm. chair. I'm like that. Yeah, melting. Yeah, melting. Melting away. <laughs>